welcome to Exit Through the 2010s, a podcast about the movies of the 2010s. I'm your host, Jack Draper. With me is Clay Williams uh, conducting this train today. And we're going to return to Soprano's Corner, um, a segment we we're not are actually. now using to... I haven't been watching it. It's and oh it's no, NBA season, man! It's back up. I'm just okay. watching a okay. whole bunch of NBA. Like, We're putting like, Sopranos every... corner on hiatus. I understand. Hiatus. Oh, um, we can usually about... it would usually yes. Thank you. Okay, I think this is what we'll do. Then we will get Jared's thoughts on the Sopranos while putting Clay's journey about from the Sopranos on hiatus. I'm in the middle of. Uh, the John Favreau episode in season two. <laughs> okay. Jeez, oh, I have to jog my memory. Hold on. Which I um, forgot that. Yeah, I, it's. It, it's. I think it's like early. I know. Or like mid season two. Does doesn't he? Yeah. Apparently, that's like the whole episode. Yeah, that's that's when uh, Chrissy is working on the film set. Uh, meets that girl that he's trying to get the script to, but. No. <laughs> things go awry <laughs> but like yeah no i mean I, I i the only thing i really watched that's not basketball uh, over the last week is raging fire a hong kong oh, action was, movie directed by that was a good movie good movie yeah uh, directed by period. benny chan yep final film rest in peace r.i.p um donnie yen produced, produced and starred in it um Good movie. Uh, I like the cop stuff started to kind of get on. It like kind of started to bug me uh, at, at there a moment because it, it gets almost too sentimental about uh, the like the police and like what it means to be a police officer. Where I'm yeah. just like, okay, I can't, yeah, I can't do this right it's now. Sort of more like I think you have to look at it as like a heroic bloodshed, you know, in that kind of vein. Right. Because it's sort of... You know, right. I mean, the action it, the action is stellar. The, visually, it's, like, fucking gorgeous. I mean, the last fight, final fight is in this, like, church. Because yeah. every good final always, fight happens yeah, in a church. Yeah, yeah, um, it's And it's really... It's just shot so well. And it, like, and there's, like, plenty of moments where it feels like it's heat. Like, you know, yeah. like them shooting in the middle of traffic <laughs> and stuff. It's it's pretty great. Um, but... Yeah, just some of the plot elements were kind of like Jesus Christ. Let's move. Let's move forward. I can't deal with this right now. Um, but yeah, really that I've only like that, and I think I saw Memoirs of an Invisible Man still doing the Carpenter watch. Yeah. Uh, I it, bad, bad star performance, uh, bad script, fun visually. I, I like. I don't know. I, I like what Carpenter does with the whole concept. I just oh, watched and like a Carpenter does... movie today, actually. Uh, Assault oh, what did you Precinct... see? Assault on Precinct 13. Fucking masterpiece, that was a, bro. Yeah, that's a good movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, it's a good one. Kind of, you know, simple, but 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 good. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what he does. But memoirs, but it's like... But yeah, that was like he was like trying to do a comedy. People can't see you and it's sad. Chevy yeah, Chase yeah it's, it's not even funny. That's the fucking crazy yeah, thing. It's like it's... Usually his films kind of have a good sense of humor, which sucks. Yeah, this seen, is like I maybe the least funny... I have not seen of an Invisible Man, so... Don't... Yeah. Don't... It's yeah, not... I mean, it's I'm not like the worst thing I've ever seen because he can't... I don't think he's capable of making an unwatchable movie, but it's just like... Well, you haven't seen the word yet. It's the... True. It's the yeah. least funny movie I've seen from him, and it's supposedly a studio comedy, but it just doesn't. 
it doesn't like it's pay, it's played it so seriously and the jokes that do happen mm-hmm. happen so randomly that you're just kind of like oh, oh, oh okay jared um, are you a fan of blink check of oh the podcast yeah mm-hmm. uh, well i mean if we brought up the disney movie that'd be pretty funny yeah was... yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i watched that like once uh when i was a kid no uh <laughs> I I follow both of them on Twitter. I I think I I they're covering. I think they're covering. Are they covering John Carpenter now? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why. Yeah. I, I well, that, also, I've just been watching. I also just he's my favorite director, and so I just like want to make sure I watch all of his films. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is an excuse. Mm-hmm. And the funny he's thing about this director. year's March Madness not... with them is that Sorry, uh, Clay's favorite director and my favorite director made the semifinals because mine's Robert Altman. Mm. So it's like you know we we feel like oh my god our. Uh, our players. Yeah, but I won. But yeah, I won. You lost miserably. I was going to say they both made the semis, and no, that's no, the end of the story. I but you lost. Egg on your face. Twenty twenty two is the year of Altman, and you're not ready. Um, that's what I said in twenty nineteen. But you know, but, uh, just and it. so raging fire memoirs of invisible man and uh episode or season or sorry episode two of season three of succession uh, yes. i'm not i have, Which, to, I have not watched Succession. Yet. action stations I know it's, it's a show. well no that was that's the first that's the first episode yeah right yeah i was just quoting in general well there you go um but no that it's i mean i don't know man. it's that like was, one of the best shows of all time yeah but Easy. also, like yeah. that episode, like that the that. episode they just released is also one of their best episodes they've ever done. Yeah, I mean, everybody was saying it's a very COVID-safe episode, and it's like, yeah, and they still like made the most of it. Like, they, oh, I didn't even they think didn't about that. Themselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, no, that's probably oh, that's true. It's very intimate. <laughs> oh wow, man. See, I get so sucked up into the in that fucking show that it's just like, oh, I didn't even think about like the production issues or whatever, right. or, like COVID. Right. I hope like. I, I'm kind of glad that movies and television right now are staying away from doing like a COVID plotline. Like they, like I, I kind of want them There's to stay one, away. Uh, something coming up. Uh, what was it? That's gonna try. Oh, the Halloween films. Halloween oh, yeah, that's right. The Halloween ends is gonna have something gonna, is co- COVID related, which like, is like they're gonna have to cut to like two, three years <laughs> later then, because the second one takes place in 2018. Right, and that, and I think. Gordon Green also said that. I haven't seen Halloween Kills because uh, I don't want to get killed. That's um, a that's a understandable impulse. Yeah, I, I'd rather not die um, by uh, the hands of one Michael Myers. Uh, speaking sure. of, but the reviews have been so glowing. How could you not it, have? It's true. Away? Yeah, everyone sure. loves it. Funny enough. Yeah, P, uh, yeah, yeah. Universal was very confident in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Peacock was not, like, a, a panic by them whatsoever, was it? Right, yeah. I mean, Egg on Up, but, like, I mean, it, like, we're, we joke about it, but they did, like, it's still, like, a really success. one of the more successful pandemic films. Yeah, it did do well, because yeah, everyone, really everyone went to go, everyone except for me went to go see it in the theater. <laughs> We didn't see it either, so you're, 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 well, no, I saw it, I, I, I saw it, I watched it. I watched it on Peacock. Oh. Mm. What'd you think? Uh, Peacock? Uh, it was... <laughs> it's okay. 
has a weird I mean, UI. It didn't let me watch the ending yeah. credits. Yeah. It didn't let me watch the ending credits. It just sort of like cut right to the next thing, right as That's the really ending weird. credits started. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that that yeah. I would appreciate. Yeah. I, I would appreciate if they'd update that to allow you to watch the ending credits. Um, At least like Netflix, it'll it'll pop up with things to watch after while the credits are playing. Yeah, that's usually how it yeah, works. But... This time it just cut like right once the credits started, r- right into the John Carpenter music. It was very disappointing. Uh, it's like the best part yeah. of the movie. At least you have a sweet Carpenter score. Right? Like the, the best part of the movie and just completely interrupts it. That makes sense. Anyway. The best part of the movie is like ending credits. That's funny. No, I was saying that the, the score is the best part. Oh, okay. But but the, I mean I mean okay. I mean I mean I mean I mean. <laughs> Maybe the score is all you know. Does play during the ending credits? I think. True. Yeah. Exactly. You get you, you front uh front seat to the to the best part of the show. Um, Jared, why don't you give yeah. me a quick thought on thoughts on Sopranos? Since oh I yeah, feel like no, great show. We should keep up Sopranos Corner for a little um, bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wish I remembered that season two plotline better. I, uh, uh, but otherwise, you know, fantastic performances, great writing, very understandable. Have you seen many it, scenes like, of New York? Start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No good. Bad it, egg. It's. Uh, I think it, it may, maybe it was one of those cases where they maybe maybe they needed more time to let it marinate mm-hmm. uh, and develop. But uh, but yeah, the, the show is great though. The show is like top tier, uh, uh, you know, in terms of just like writing these character, these awful human beings that you can't stop watching. And you don't want to stop watching, uh, despite the fact that they're despicable a lot of the time. Uh, and uh, for sure, you know, at the same time though, they're hilarious, and there's always you know things happening that are unexpected or just like and it's playing with like his uh, you know all the stuff with his dreams, and then. Uh, the, the, you know, just seeing this family growing up, uh, then the ending, which, uh, I guess we won't get into, because it's the only... <laughs> it doesn't know the ending, which I, okay, I, I am right. so excited that you don't I know it. I vaguely so know, fake. like... I know, like, the reaction to it, I know that it ends with a black screen and that you are uncertain of someone's fate. I'm guessing it's... Do you know this... Do you know the scene? Like, what No, I just... I, I, I know... Okay, it yeah, no, it's and... fine. We don't need to... You know, we don't... Yeah. Uh... All you need to know is that it's a perfect ending. It's just... just okay. It's great. And it's just, uh, aged incredibly just, well. Just, uh... Don't stop. Whenever I hear that song now, I can't think of the finale. It's funny, you know, for uh, now I think The Sopranos, I guess because I was a kid when it was on, it was Glee. That, when I, you remember that show? That like, Uh, yes. Glee Kids or whatever? Oh, Glee, I I didn't know what you, okay, yeah, Glee. That show. Oh, shit. 
but like, uh, so then, because what happened with The Sopranos was on 2000 to 2006, so I was like a little type, so like I totally just like missed yeah. all that shit. So Glee hit when I was in like You didn't watch it when you were 10 years old? School. And so I, I think we're up, all the same age. I, grew, so I sort of just same. like grew up with that song immediately associated Glee in my head. Oh, so I see. Yeah. I okay. always heard that song yeah. and would always groan. I would yes. always just play, uh, yes. whatever, it's a Glee song. Now I hear, like, oh, it's a Soprano <laughs> song. <laughs> David Chase, like, completely rewired your brain for, for the Journey song. <laughs> yeah. Um, or it's like I hear it now and just think of that ending, you know? <laughs> I always knew uh, the Sopranos um, by my dad having all the DVD box sets mm-hmm. of it. And it's just like, oh, what is the show that looks like color coded by season um it has a man on the cover with a smug face <laughs> um yeah like it would always have this air of mystery like mad men does like um it looks like shows for adults and that's sort of what i saw in it when i first saw those shows mm-hmm. it's like wow this is this is written and made for grown-ups <laughs> Um, like doing grown up things and, and living like, adult. I mean, that's so like obvious and stupid to say, but like, I don't know, as a kid, I always, I always like saw, saw it as very mature. And I mean, they do hang out at a strip club a lot. So <laughs> bada bing. Yeah. It does seem like it is made for murder. adults. There is a little bit of murdering. I don't know if you noticed. There is some murdering in it. There is some murdering. Uh, yeah. A few people not a, do Not die. a ton, but yeah. a decent amount. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it, it's great. I, I, I've already said this before, so I won't get into it, but it is just, just thinking about, like, what I was expecting from the show, I wasn't expecting how comforting and easy it would be to watch. I thought it would be this, like, stressful, you know, like... Yeah, you were t- expecting yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I was expecting, Breaking like... Breaking Bad is funny, you know, like, there's still... Yeah. My memory, granted... Maybe more so in the earlier parts of that show. Then it kind of does get very serious as it gets as it moves along. Whereas The Sopranos is pretty, con- you know, you're, you, there always is like a, a undercurrent of like dark humor or something. Although it does get very dramatic and very like upsetting as well on that show. So I mean, well, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. But just like it, it's just some, like just some of the episodes were just like oh I could just like throw this on and like chill out like it, it, which is not something I was expecting like I was expecting like high anxiety you know right. like tension so there violence is that. there is that there is there is but it's not but I thought that was going to be twenty four seven when it's mostly sure. it's sure. probably like what like forty yeah. percent of the show thirty percent uh, I mean at least for it, it's just family drama. You keep, you know, we keep watching it, and you know. You yeah, I, I think I agree with Jared though. As it goes on, I, I think yeah. it does kind of it does skew toward the tense uh, as you keep watching it. I guess if you're only in season two at this point, it's still pretty like uh, putting. It's more of like a drama. Yeah, right, and it, it, uh, and sometimes yeah. it's just like a full on like comedy, it's like yeah. with just like Paul, yeah, like Polly yeah, yeah. in like Italy, just being like, "Hey, how's it going? I'm Italian too." And just like that's great, perfect. I love it. Perfect television. Yeah. Um, there's, there's good. I mean, yeah. I, never mind. Never. Mind. I was gonna give away something that you, I want you to experience. Anyway, that's not um, even what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jared Gilman is here. Um, lovely to have you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, cheers and applause are going off for you right now. <laughs> um, 
yeah, we would we uh, we always like to hear from our guests where they found their love of film and you know cinema. Oh, like in general. We're wondering if yeah, in general. Yeah, like uh, to start uh, things off. Catalysmic uh, event. The thing yeah, that no, started. Yeah, it no, all. I got one. I got, I got, I got an origin movie for for yeah. Uh, uh, it was when I was like, Jared Gilman origins. Yeah. I've talked about it on Twitter before. It was I was like uh, five years old. I was in kindergarten, and it was the 2003 Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie. Uh. That that was the movie that did it for for me. I uh, I don't even know if I saw, I don't think I actually saw it in theaters. I think the first time I watched it was on my t- uh, you know on DVD, uh, uh, probably a present or something. And my parents got me, but I just was like very uh, drawn into it. I was watching it over and over, like every day I'd come from school and like just watch it. And I'd have a friend who lived, like, a few houses down the block. He would come over, and we'd watch it from, like, a certain scene onward. And then it got, it got like, I got bad enough to the point that my kindergarten teacher was like, Jared, after Halloween, you are not allowed to talk about the Haunted Mansion movie ever again. Oh, my God. Uh, I was that bad about it. And, uh, and I, I have a memory of, like, being like, okay, I can't talk about Haunted Mansion. Here are the other movies I'll start talking about instead. And, uh... And then, yeah, I guess it was sort of from there I was just sort of into movies and then and then I started doing acting stuff and I got extremely fortunate there. Um... And then, yeah, the, the rest sort of happened. Um... And now I'm like a recovering film student, sort of. Uh, Did you know who Eddie Murphy was, or were you like, "Oh, that's the guy well, from I watched, Haunted Mansion"? I I I watched. Uh, you see, when I watched Haunted Mansion, I I was like, "This Eddie Murphy guy, he he's really talented. I got to watch his other stuff, like Daddy Daycare." <laughs> So I was really into the Haunted Mansion and Daddy Daycare. Uh, those were the two Eddie Murphy films. I probably I was aware of the Nutty Professor, Nutty Professor too, but I think those were like PG thirteen, PG thirteen, and I, uh, uh, you know, was was only five. So um, yeah, wow. yeah. My my first exposure was absolutely Shrek. At that point yeah. in my life. <laughs> Yeah, you weren't like, okay, Beverly Hills Cop, 48 Hours Raw. Right, right, Starting right, out with right. the classics. Yeah. Yeah. Trading places. Trading places, yeah. Uh, right. But yeah, no, I uh, was super into the Haunted Mansion. Just, I, I guess because it was also too... Not like, coming to America. Yeah. yeah, no. I think it was also because it was like a horror movie, and I'd never watched a horror movie before. And, you know, ghosts and like mm-hmm. spooky imagery and zombies for one scene, like... Uh, you know, some some gothic house, you know, architecture, whatever. I don't know, just like very uh, whatever up my alley for being five. You were yeah, really into I, I think gothic architecture five at five years old. Alley. Yeah, I don't right, know why right, I right. said it like that. I don't know why. I said no, it no, like it's that. really funny. Like, <laughs> 
I think ghosts like, like scare kids a lot, like more than yeah. And I just was like, you know, so the, ghost, yeah. the whole ghost thing that was very exciting. Just like you know, yeah. I mean, I still think when cool, but like you know, when you've done press in the past, have you gotten that same question that we just asked you? And have you told them about your haunted mansion? Uh, I've probably talked about the haunted mansion thing before. I have talked about it before. I don't remember where. I know I've talked about it on Twitter. I can't remember if I've talked about it on another podcast. I may have talked about it on another podcast, and if I have, I apologize if this isn't like a breaking scoop kind of thing. <laughs> no. um, but, Damn, we uh, should have like come up with something new. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are other questions you could ask. There are probably other things that I could talk about that I haven't. No, no, no. We're joking. No, you're. No, that's cool. great. Um. So, when's the last time you revisited it? Haunted Mansion, uh, not for a, whoa, voice crack. I haven't watched it front to back. <laughs> it was on TV, like, maybe once, oh, God, a couple years ago at this point. A couple hours ago, I think. Yeah. Right, right, uh, right, you're it, just always I, watching I, it. I don't think I've watched it since the pandemic. It's playing in another window while we're recording this. My memory of it's still really strong. My memory of it's pretty strong, though. I can still remember, like, remember it. You know, like, like, remember it, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I I understand. It's like, it's it's sort of, a lot of it's, I think, kind of etched into my brain just from how many times I'd, I'd seen it. And I remember too. Yeah, like, I, I know. What happened too with it for me? That, like, there's some, there's some movies you know, I that want, yeah. I, mm-hmm. um, I seen at a certain age, and just because I saw it at that age, the memory yeah. sticks so much yeah. better. Yeah. Um, like The but Incredibles also, is an example. The, like, this film in particular. So well. Oh yeah, The Incredibles. Well, I mean, well, that's gonna stick with you. But uh, yeah. this movie, although that one is interesting, because like. It's a CG movie, and it's from 2004, and I think watching it now, it very much looks like a CG movie from 2004. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, I think it still looks great, but it definitely, like, it, even comparing it with Incredibles 2, like, the world like of the difference. texture work and, like, the animation detail and the non-major characters, like, are very 2004. Not to, that's mm-hmm. not a knock against the movie, it's just an observation of the time it came out in. Really, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's like, like uh, the original Toy Story, like that is yeah, 1995. Like, that's the first, yeah, that's There's the no first denying. CG animated, fully CG animated feature film ever, so it's like, yeah, it's going to look dated. That's just the medium it's in. But, uh, mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, what was the movie I was saying before? Uh, uh, Haunted Mansion? Yeah, Haunted Mansion. Uh... <laughs> uh I was gonna make a. I was gonna say something and I lost the point. I apologize. You're fine. So yeah. you. So um, you, the last time you saw it was like a year ago. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It was just that like, uh, uh, I, I saw it a, a million times when I was like five, and then right. Yeah, you know, I went for years without watching it, and then. When I was in, like, eighth grade, I, I found it on, like, a random streaming app, and I watched it, and I was, like, shocked, because I was, like, it was, like, deja vu, like, I was seeing the scenes, like, right as, you know, right before they were happening, because, like, right. at that point, I, I, I didn't know if I, how much of it I really did remember, 
just because mm-hmm. at that point it had been years, and and I I just remember like I remember not remember not being as confident in my memory of the film, and then watching it in eighth grade, being like, oh yeah, no, I know all of this, I know all of this, <laughs> like I knew I then, knew it, and then from that point on, it's kind of just stuck a little more. I don't know, so it's like I can kind of see you know I can see shots of it in my head in the way that like one would with like another movie that isn't that I don't know. <laughs> and then Wes Anderson was like you I love it too. You're my lead. Right. He's uh, Oh my I've god. I've never spoken. I've movie. never once uttered that film in front of Wes. Also there are a lot of movies <laughs> I've never talked about talked to, uh, talked about with Wes, but that's another conversation. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't want to. We didn't want to like hound you with like, what's Wes Anderson like? Oh <laughs> uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure it like more than that question. Like everyone has been like, oh my god, yeah. But um... he's a really nice so, guy. Really, really cool guy. Yeah. Well, there you go. And <laughs> solved. Yeah. Answer. An, answer. Okay. Asked and answered. There's Got that out of the way. There's okay. your. Yeah. There's your Wes and Anderson. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I, no, we're not. He he's waving to cut it. We're not cutting it. Yeah. We're actually gonna double it. We're actually gonna triple it. Okay. Like put it in oh maybe God. three times. This is where we're ending the episode. Right. <laughs> um. Okay. So haunted mansion does it hold up? Yes or no? I don't know. I haven't watched it in a little while. At least a year or two. I just okay. I feel like that'd be a good watch for TV. Sunday. It was for like Halloween. on TV, and I may have, I forget if I even watched it or not. I just. Mm. Uh, that, I think it, it, you know, though I think from front to back, I think the last time I watched it was when I was in eighth grade. That one, that experience. Uh, I think that was the last time I watched it, all the way from start to to end. What was your reaction in eighth grade? Besides, you're like you were shocked that how much you remembered it, but were you like, oh, it's uh, actually not that bad, or you're like, oh, I was like, I, I think I was like. Eh. I think I was also going through my eighth grade like film snob. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Not to say film snob. I don't know. You know, like right. I I was like high and mighty entering into that. Not I don't know. I I and so I think I was like this is a kids movie. I don't right. know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you were in your little shit about grownness. I'll admit, it's. I feel weird talking about my opinion of that movie just because it was such. It was. I. You know. I. 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 It's been years, and I need to rewatch. I. I remember. But it was formative. It, but it's you like. Know? Yeah, because it was a formative movie for me. It's hard to talk about without sort of like. I, you know, I I can't. I'm not doing a good job of explaining it, but it's like I don't. It's probably like a kids' movie, not gonna hit anyone else in the same way, right? That yeah. It, you know. You know. But then I don't want to overly talk. I don't know. Be negative or whatever because right. Not, it's just it, it's like, one of the. There are films that like we experience and then we're like oh you want my like opinion on it i really can't give it to you because it's so tied to like yeah my hit like it when you experience yeah. things at that age it's hard to ever really form a real a concrete opinion on it 
because it your brain is so like yeah. formed around I mean, it or molded yeah. around it. Yeah, I guess you know. I think it's. Uh, I guess what I would say then to you, just like yeah, it's a kids' ghost film, so you know. That takes five that stars. Grain, grain and salt. Yes, five <laughs> stars. What else do you want from me to explain other than it's? <laughs> it's the haunted mansion. It's the haunted mansion, of course. Like the mansion, um, you know, it's thing. haunted, right? I mean, you know that. Yeah. I think we can safely assume that most mansions are haunted. Have we? Have any of you ever been in a mansion? I've walked uh, in mansions before. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Uh, they. I would not be surprised to find out that a mansion a mansion is haunted. Right. Uh, it's a big house. But, yeah. uh, also, though, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Right. Exactly. Like. You know, haunted mansion, one like studio apartment. I think I'm gonna take the haunted mansion. I mean, like um, as five long times as out it's of five. the sort of thing where like, you know, these ghosts are purely visual and they're not like fucking with your body. If you see them, then you know, right? It's exactly. Right. It's it's okay. It's not you know. It's like, it's like, I don't know. You you go to the bathroom at 3 a.m. You're gonna see an apparition. I can handle that, but like I, I wouldn't. What I would not want is like I and I, I can't think of an actual movie example of this, but like I've always thought of this. Like if there were to do a ghost movie, I would want want to write. If I were to write one, I would want this detail of like you see a ghost, you get a terrible migraine, or like you, your body oh fucks up, or like right. looking at it has some other physiological effect on you that like fucks you up. Your body just starts That's, breaking down because it can't yeah. handle the reality you're in. Yeah, hmm. like that would be interesting, but also like... not good. I would not want to be in like yeah, no, that a sounds bad. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds bad. Uh, that sounds um, bad. I feel like there's a, movie... like a pol- maybe that'd be like a poltergeist type of situation. Right, then. right. It's like I feel like there's been a movie or a show or something I've seen there where has to be. There has to be. But there's like, like when like a ghost passes was, through I, someone, I they throw recently. up. There was one recently where it was like a dude has to take care of a dead, like has to watch, it's like a Jewish ritual and he has to watch over a dead body and the body is like haunted and the ghost or whatever, like there's a bit where he tries to leave and the like he, uh, ghost curses him or whatever so he like heads out of the apartment and his body starts getting in like pain or whatever, I think. Right. And, like, right. the idea is that, like, you're tied to the house, and if you leave the house, then your body is going to just break apart, and you won't be able to function. But I guess, and I don't know, my idea is it's, like, a, more of, like, a sickness or, like, a... Right. Like, you just start, like, like every inch of your body just starts, like, like, shuddering and, like, glitching in the sense of, like, you're just, like, you, you just can't handle it. You just have a yeah. full physical breakdown. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't hang. I wouldn't mind like hanging out with ghosts, but like I, ghosts of personal boundaries is probably the best case scenario. If, like they let me do my thing, I let them do their thing. They turn off lights sure. and turn them back on, whatever they yeah. want to do. I chill out, watch a movie, and they're like, "All right, cool." And but that's like, so I could uh, under those circumstances, I'd take a mansion, no problem. Yeah, I feel like with with most like real goat. The people that believe in ghosts, it's like, oh, I just want to know it's there and then leave. They don't want to 
interact. be coexisting with them. They just yeah. want to confirm their beliefs. and then... Until they watch Beetlejuice, and then they're like, you know Proceed. what? Maybe living with ghosts would be kind of cool. One, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, so you have two more after that. Two more. What about what about Ghostbusters though? Yeah. Dan, well, yeah. Dan yeah. There you go. Like, I, mean, I mean, like, but like in terms of like uh, 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 selling someone on like living with a ghost, right? Like, you know what mm. I'm getting at, right? Like the used car salesman that has to convince people to. Right, but I take a property. With no, this. but uh, he's. Uh, I'm saying like the uh, other be- another benefit of like living with a, of like having a ghost living partner, in Ghostbusters yes. with Dan Aykroyd. Yes, there a a, a, a a ghost gives. Uh, who? How can I say this? It gives a, a nice service ghost to Dan Aykroyd. Really bust very well. <laughs> yes. Are we bust- now? Are we now just being PG after the amount of cursing that goes on here? All right, the co- the ghost gives Dan Aykroyd a blowjob. All right, like what else do you want me to say? Why are we retreating now? Why? I don't know because we were doing a bit, and also blowjob is feels like a way harder thing to say than like a cuss word. Like I can say fuck five times, but blowjob is it's so rough. It's like that. it's a specific thing. You know exactly what you hear right. that word. You know the image. You hear fuck, and that can mean anything. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Blowjob. From go- let's, from let's go from blowjob to whatever we're gonna go to next. <laughs> from ghost to zombies. Uh, All right. There you go. Yeah, See, there's a professional just... here. I can throw anything this guy's way, way, and he'll 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 bounce off it. He, he he has no trouble adapting. He went he went to improv actually, Jack. He's born <laughs> in improv classes. Wow. Uh, such high praise. Yeah. <laughs> I um. It's like I wasn't even trying. Really. Uh, all right. All right. All right. How how was your first time getting on the train to Busan for you? Uh, well, this was my second time, uh, and it was good. Uh, but what was your first experience with it? Uh, my first experience, I think I was in like I think I was still in high school. I think I was a senior in high school when this came out, and I remember liking it a lot. I was like, I I was it was one it was one of those where like I think the first ten minutes or so I was like, hmm. but then like once they got on the train and then like shit was happening right. i was like oh yeah now i can see how this got like how this sort of blew up and how right you know, uh, you know it's like it's exciting and like the characters are all very well written and like defined and uh you know you hate all the bad guys and you really like all the good guys and uh, right the, the zombies are all very like fast and there's no guns or knives even so right. there's a level of danger the whole time that you, you don't get with a lot of other zombie films because they do have guns or knives in those. And so you, you always get like a sense that like they have a level of defense. Whereas in right. this one, you don't because it's always, all they got is a bat that they got to keep, you know, whacking right. at them like endlessly in order to get like one kill. It's like hopeless. Right. And I just, right. you know, and, and even the sequel doesn't, ca- you know, kind of ruins that because they have guns in the sequel and it's just like a shoot 'em up kind of movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. You, not, not a fan, I'm guessing. I haven't seen it. It, it, it's like any other zombie movie. Right. 
yeah. it, that it visually visually and tonally it it, it 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 turns into like a general just like a generic zombie movie unfortunately i really i know the i, I know like the term oh, yeah like, yeah I you know i i know really the term the term like like um doesn't exist gets thrown around a lot and i literally forgot it existed until today what? i was like oh my god peninsula <laughs> or oh, i'm sorry train to busan presents peninsula yeah um, it's like why actually you call it a train to busan movie it's like yeah yeah exactly i can't just be its own thing um yeah, I but it's like oh wait like it's like, it's like, it's like, like i remember the prequel but um right yeah and, the prequel yeah, animated yeah. prequel but like uh uh the thing though with it you know the thing with you know, train to busan is it's, it's because it's in a train and you know it's so visual you know visually it's a bit a lot more colorful or a lot more vibrant, you know, than like your typical zombie movie. Zombie movie, which is generally like you know gray or brown or grungy or you know dingy or whatever, like uh, grimy and bloody and gross. And, and this has a little bit of that, but like also like clean train, you know. Lots of like clean blues and uh, uh, lots of whites. Yeah, too. whites. Yeah. Just like bright uh, colors that you don't typically see in like a the zombie movie. And then Peninsula is just brown. Right. It's like gray and brown, the whole thing. It all takes place at night, and it, when it's yeah. not at night, they're in this dark garage or whatever. Yeah, and it just visually just completely goes in one eye out the other, and, and whereas, you know, Train to Busan, everything is so clear and, like, precise, and, and, and yeah, uh, granted, you know, it's just like a train, train station, whatever, but, like, still, it's like... He does a lot with it. It's a memorable... You don't see a zombie... You don't see many zombie films on completely entirely you know in happening in, in a train whereas like peninsula it's like a much more open location right know, it just like, becomes like, a, like you said it just becomes there's nothing distinctive about it anymore it's just yeah another thing. yeah, yeah. got cg cars crashing into zombies it's, it's... what so this was your second time watching train yeah the sec first second time. or third like second full time, like I did watch mm. the. I, I there was one time I, I went to the dentist's office uh, <laughs> to just have like a checkup or whatever, and the the, the dentist I go to they have like uh, TVs on the ceiling. I yeah. Don't know if that's like a, and so, no, like, I've done that, but it's usually just on basic cable or whatever. They got mine has Netflix, and so oh. there was a little while where we were trained to boost on was on Netflix. <laughs> I was scrolling through on my back, and I chose that. And so I, I watched maybe, like, the first, like, 15 minutes of it on my, you know, in the dentist office. Like, granted, you got a giant light pointing at your face, and you're on your right. back, and it's, like, obscured. And so you just, like, you're barely watching it, but it's kind of there. And also, people like are fucking dream. with your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, I guess the biting uh, teeth. Oh yeah, I, I was wondering what like how your dentist would react to like just like looking well, up once yeah, my dentist like, was that looking a fucking zombie. Well, I mean, my my you know, <laughs> luckily my dentist you know was, was not looking away. 
know, not looking away from my mouth. Right. No, yeah, 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 she's, yeah, 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 like she's engaged. Right, right, right. But eventually, you know, the eyes went upward and uh, and I did explain what I was watching. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that person is biting that person. Do not worry. It is a zombie. Keep continuing working yeah, on no, my it's, teeth, it's, please. It's, uh, it's a Korean zombie movie. Everybody loves it. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> don't, right. don't worry. <laughs> what would be... Um, Jack... Okay, you're you're in Jared's position, and you're like on Netflix. What movie are you watching when you're at the dentist? Oh my god! Uh, Put you on wow. the spot. Depends Jeez, on what, Netflix, yeah, but I, also you're also you have to remember what's on Netflix, and that's impossible. Well, okay, well, what what kind of you don't need to give me like a specific movie, but like what's your genre? What do you like? What's it? What's the appropriate genre for that situation? Wow. Uh, gosh. Do you have something in mind so I can... 12 Angry yeah, Men. Some... Oh. 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 Yeah, I was going to say something, some, you know, anything that's not going to make you laugh or jump. Exactly. Mm. Because that's going to make you move and that's going to fucking hurt. And something that I've seen, like, it's not, I'm not going to put a new movie on. Like, I'm not, because yeah, that's... that's... That would be weird. That would be very weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just like critically, you're just like watching something for the first time. I gotta caught. Like, I gotta caught. I gotta catch up on Cry Macho. Could you just fire it up? Right, right, right. Like, so. let me, do you have HBO Max? I gotta. I gotta yeah. catch up with Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, he's giving a good. Performance. Well, uh, well, actually, um, Outlaw Josie Wales is on Netflix right now. Right, so right, right, right. I don't know. We'll say that. Like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. It just jumps here. Right. Hold on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if like we're gonna cover the uh, to covering the others the, is on there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. We're Speaking covering the Conjuring films yeah. next week, and those are oh, no. Well, I mean, this movies. is going to oh, be yeah, are not coming out movies. afterwards. Conjuring. Oh well, never mind. We covered the Conjuring films last week, and that was a great episode, wasn't it, Jack? <laughs> Well, no, I mean because we announced um, Conjuring in uh, uh, Raw, so I figure. Yeah, no, you're right like, because we. No. Yeah, and that's why we. I know. I don't mean to like put you on the spot yeah, there, but um... Raw is yeah. Raw's yeah. Raw would be an interesting dentist movie because why? Yeah. What about it? Eating related, <laughs> right? Eating very much eating related. Mm-hmm. I would. I would just imagine the dentist be like, that's not. Diet. That's not good for your teeth. Okay, never eat okay, fingers. Wait, not good for your teeth. Yeah. I think. I think I have a good answer for this actually. Okay. Uh, speaking of eat. Speaking of eating. Big night. Big night. Big yeah, the Stanley Tucci one about oh, okay. um, like the Italian chefs. Yeah, because it's like it's all food. Um, it's oh, just okay. it's just a very small family drama. Um, okay. Have you seen? I, it? I feel like it has a great soundtrack. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, I would. It, I, I have to watch. I have to see something that I've seen. Like something that's not, very not, insular. Yeah, but also something that I can like, I can look away and know what's happening. Like something I have like a very like it has, it's a it's not a twisty plot. It's pretty like contained. Yeah, it's contained. Right. It's yeah. like easy to follow, and it, you know, and there's some scenes in there. You're like, oh man, I want to watch this scene. Oh, that was a good scene. And then you can just like walk away and then come back. And like, oh yeah, it's another good scene. So that was Twelve Angry Men for me because it's like it's just like it's not doing anything crazy visually. It's a pretty sturdy, you know, stagey film. Um, that I love. It's one of my favorite films, but it's also just like, it's something you could just like kind of like like uh-huh. you can tune out and then tune back in sure. and be like, yeah, hey, this is a great yeah. scene. I haven't seen it yet, but the only thing, one of the few things I know about it is that like 
I guess as it goes along, the shots get tighter and tighter. So it's like right, right. Of right. It's like you look up, you can just see how tight the shots the shot is, and you're like, okay, I'm that far in. Mm-hmm. Right, you can kind of watch it on mute but, uh, or low volume. Yeah, I guess I it's something a, else you consider. That's since... one, of those, one of those, like, I was totally expecting to fucking watch that in one of my film school classes, and then it just never happened. Yeah, it never came yeah, up. Yeah, you that's would with expect. Me and, like, yeah. That's with me and, like, Giant or Gone with the Wind or something like that, mm. where I'm just like, you know... Yeah, Gone I mean, with like, the Wind is a bit controversial now. Yeah, like, true. Yeah, they, they might be... Right. That one come, probably would come with a lot of disclaimers. Right. Uh, but, like, even, like, I had to watch, like, Double HBO, Indemnity on my own or whatever. Like, I haven't, like, yeah, there hasn't been that a one, time. That one I've actually watched. That one I watched in a film class, but in high school, I think. Right. Yeah, I, I I mean I never took a Maybe ton of film classes in high school because they didn't really offer any. But like in college, I was so in, I went to a weird high school where where when we were in seniors and we we had the option of taking instead of like a standard English class, we were allowed to take like a film class, like the film class that we were offering. It was like a film Fuck, that sounds class. awesome. Yeah, that sounds yeah, that's but, pretty uh, sick. That sounds yeah, tight was, as hell. It was, it was fun. Uh, anyway. Um, so what, so how, how has Train to Busan, like, sticked in your mind since your first time seeing it? Like, how is, like, what, how, like, has it, have, do you just always kind of, kind of come back to it, and when, like, someone asks you, what's a good horror film, you're like, you know what, Train to Busan's pretty good. Uh, like, well, how does I don't it... know, I was, I'll admit, I never really, I always think of it more as, like, a thriller. Mm, okay, interesting. Horror. I'll admit, when you had me come up with that list, I, that one was, like, I was thinking about it. I almost didn't put it on, only because I just wasn't sure if, like, mm-hmm. it was, like, a. I, I thought of it, like, as sort of, like, horror or, like, you know? Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, it's scary. It's, like, a thrill, but it's, like, a thrill in, like, a thrilling or thriller kind of way. But right. that's also not to say it isn't really good. It's a really good movie really like engaging i just think about the setting i guess i think about the lead character and you know him and the daughter and that one supporting dude who's now in like the eternals yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that actor uh it was Don fun Lee. because this time my parents were watching it uh they they caught like they sat down about like 30 minutes into it so after the train took off and like they were super my mom is like yelling at the screen and she doesn't really yell that much she'll like react but she was like yelling right when things happen. like when like the 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 we're doing spoilers yeah we're doing spoilers yeah spoilers so it's like, a five-year-old movie yeah when that the guy that that actor who then went on to be in the eternals that guy gets bit my mom like shrieked not like <laughs> It's upsetting. He's a cool dude. That's, that's definitely a pivotal moment uh, in the movie. Very, yeah, it was, and I, I yeah, I, you know, very shocking too when it does happen. I remember I was also like very. Uh, I guess I get cynical when I watch something the second time, and I just know when you know what's going to happen or whatever. And right. When people around me mm-hmm. are reacting, I'm like, what the fuck. Yeah, like what were you expecting? Like, <laughs> yeah, you seen this already? But then, but, yeah, then did you like, see it coming? Yeah. But then it's like, well, no, the first time I saw it, too, I was also, like, pretty engaged. I was also, like, very, you know, gripped by it, so. Right. Yeah. You know, it's how movies work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking for... of another, t- like, you were talking about how your mom usually doesn't yell at movies. The one one of the few times my mom's really yelled at a movie was when we were watching uh, Mission Impossible Fallout at home. I was seeing it, like, the second time. And, like, for the last, like, 
like 20 minutes like with him when he on the like helicopter. when he's on the helicopter and he like falls off or whatever, right and she yelled at that right she's just yelling like and like our and when like uh rebecca ferguson is getting like choked out by um sean harris she's yeah, like yeah, kill yeah, him yeah. kill him kill him like, <laughs> she was super involved it was like the most aggressive thing i've ever seen her <laughs> Yeah, that movie does get you very wrapped up too. That was also a very good movie, right? Uh, yeah, I mean that like the it, it, ticking very... clock in action movies can be kind of cliche, but when they're done well, they're done really fucking. Yeah, well. this one. Yeah, no, I thought this one was like I think because of the the sequence itself, the like stunt work involved. Yeah, uh, I think made it, and then just but then and then when it did kind of get more computery i guess the 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 visuals were were strong enough that like uh it was like engaging and it was all very very well edited right uh, yeah i, yeah, I mean it's very, it has so much energy going for it and so much yeah. like kinetic like movement yeah um i wonder if we cover all three together or separately we've we've you and me have talked about that i think or at least we've at least i feel like we've talked about it. I'm of the mind of we do Rogue Nation and Fallout together and do Ghost Protocol separate. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because Brad really good. Bird, different director, different, like, different, like, it, it, I think Ghost Protocol is a very different And aren't movie. they direct sequels? I don't know. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like, and, like, Rogue Nation takes place, what, like, a few years after while, like, like, uh, while Fallout, it feels like, it, like, it's, like, just after Rogue Nation or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be down for that when we get there. Um, yeah, I'm on the same page as you. This is my second time, but it feels like not the second time because I remembered so much of it and everything still hit as if it were the first time. Um, I mentioned this in the Blair Witch episode that some Halloween, some Octobers, I will put together a list of horror movies that I want to get to, and this was one of them in 2019. Um, I was just riveted i had never seen um zombies done like this in this well the closest that we came also in the 2010s was world war z but i feel like this was just so fresh and uh yeah everything was so like crafted eloquently without like tripping over itself or uh like over explaining um yeah it was all so simple like every everyone was so well drawn but they also stuck to an archetype Right, like they were like a mold of a character, but also, yeah, well designed, you know. Um, yeah, and that's what yeah. I, that's what I kind of, and you can almost watch this while identifying who where everything is going without learning people's names, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everyone is very well. You know, just everyone, you know, you got your, you got the hero who's like kind of a who's selfish, but 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 ultimately sacrifices himself in the end. And then you got, you know, the, the, that like, uh, head of that company or whatever, who's like a total fucking asshole scumbag. Who, yeah. The rich, like the like, rich archetype. Yeah. Mm. The rich asshole. And then, uh, you got the, the more like working class or just like the, the, you know, the, uh, I, I forget what he, he does, but you know that that actor who went on to be in the Eternals, uh, <laughs> Dongli. Dong he goes by Dongli nowadays. Yeah, I so forget. I, I I don't remember names. Uh, no, that's uh, all good. Uh, uh, him and his the pregnant wife, uh, uh, and then the daughter. Yeah, 
I guess she's incredible. And the, yeah, the innocent and daughter who's like the moral compass, like uh, of sorts. Uh, she has great like inquisitive looks and just like when yeah. I, I always like then when she's she also in a has scene... a great line when like she's telling the dad or the telling um uh you just said his name and I've Dongly yeah telling about what her dad does he's like right. he may, gives like a line or whatever and she's like yeah that's how everyone re-. he's like or she's like uh yeah everyone thinks that I forget because he's you know the dad's a hedge fund manager and you know no one likes to, you know. Right, he he. The Dongli says like, "Oh, he's a bloodsucker." And yeah, bloodsucker. Yeah. His bred pregnant wife is like, "Hey, don't say that in front of his kid." And she and the, uh, the kid, kid says, like, it, "Hey, it's what we're all thinking. You might as well." Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a good. That was a. Funny it's like if she said a stockbroker, like, "Okay, yeah, we know the finance bro. This guy is." Mm-hmm. Right. It's bit. like yeah. it, it all reads. It, it like you said, Jack. It's like it's all red flags. Yeah. It's all just like yeah. okay. He's the stockbroker. He's the. I mean. It, it's surprising because usually when a horror film sticks so closely to the archetype angle, it can get pretty monotonous and kind of just like you. And it kind of like it goes. Uh, it, it doesn't really stand out at all narratively as a unique story or something inviting when it feels like it's just the same thing. But I think the idea. I, I think the characters are given a lot of in, inter, interiority. Um, yeah, I also to, think. Like, I- I think that because because this is on a train and there's it's always moving, there's always a momentum to the plot. There's always like right. something happening or some I don't know something getting in the way or development or like obstacle or or whatever. And it's written in such a way that the character you know it, it you know it allows for the characters to to to, to do you know the things that define them. And, yeah, it's insanely narratively the things that propel the plot. So, right, like, it's super concise. The asshole character, you know, fuck, fucking thing. You know, uh, the 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 one woman like uh, uh, seeing her friend as a zombie through the glass, and then opening the door and screwing over that whole room of people, and then that sets off. You know, it's like characters are constantly doing things that then set off the rest of the plot, but then those things are like. Carry right. you know, based off of their, you know, what how you know what you know about them, and then feels consistent with what they would do. And so right, it never very, feel, or, no one ever acts like, out of character, which is yeah. which is nice to see. It's, it's all like, very like well put together. Right, because like sometimes in horror films, when you're watching it, you're just like, he wouldn't fucking do that. No, he wouldn't go over there. Like things like like it, sometimes it just feels like. Oh, but the script. Yeah, no, but where, the script this movie, needs. Yeah, th- this movie is like this polar opposite where you're watching, like, oh yeah, that he would do that. Yeah, he would. Do yeah, that. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like the yeah. script. Like yeah. sometimes it feels like in horror films, like the script requires the character to do this thing because that's how we get the plot going. You know, they need to open this box so the haunted ghost releases. Be- yeah. But for there's and real, I mean, real. Yeah, there is probably a degree of that in this movie, but like it, they make it work. Right, because it doesn't feel like, out of character, which yeah, is very important. It, re- it doesn't really feel, yeah. And you know, there is a level of like an in con- of like of like convenient inconvenience or whatever, where it like I don't know, wrong things are happening at the right time, you know, at the worst. You know? Exactly, but it's yeah. like it's a movie, so you kind of forgive it. It's not like the worst thing. And it right, makes it it, it all feels pretty true to itself and keeps the pace going. Yeah. Um, 
But I interrupted. I interrupted you, Jack, earlier. What did? What were you trying to say? No. <laughs> but <laughs> I, something I will say now. Um, this acts a lot like a movie that came out a few years earlier in the same country called Snowpiercer, right? So it, it flies by uh, as much as the train does uh, with its pace, but also structures um, its characters like sociologically. Right. So it's like you have like the the wealthier class in the back of the train. Meanwhile, you have like the rest to def- defend for themselves um, in the lower cargo uh, um, sections of the train. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, especially no, with the is... homeless man. And it's like how the homeless man and, and the bitten uh, woman are just barely getting on. Like they're barely getting by on the streets. Right. Right. There is a hierarchy and um, a narrative. Yeah. No, like you said, like there is, you know, you have in Snowpiercer, you have like the like re- revolutionary activists or like revolutionaries, and the and the uh, in the leader, the like uh, the um, aggress like the uh, what's the, what am I saying the um, over eager uh, aggressive um, naive leader in like chris evans or whatever and then like there yeah it's like there's very like detailed archetypes that everyone's kind of operating within um especially like ed harris at the end like very much like the man behind the curtain like it's all like it's all really like plot like all concise and that momentum that jared was talking about that's within like train to busan is also in there because like he said everything keeps moving because also, you know, and then, you know, they're going from car to car, and each car is a bit different. Right, exactly. Own, like, flavor of sorts. That's another great film. Uh, right. Oh, my God. Yeah. The fucking, oh, yeah, the, the one with all the, yeah. the people with their faces covered. And the, yeah. The axes. I was, think, I was thinking about that scene, actually, when I was watching this movie. Oh, yeah, because I think that's Right, exactly. That's when like it all gets dark and stuff, and that's like a whole that's a huge plot point. But it's also like, I remember being like that mo- that scene in Snowpiercer is like, it's not one of those like badass action scenes. It's like really upsetting because so many people are slaughtered so violently and aggressively. Like it's like pretty fucked up. Yeah, um, and. Th- Started to be like one of the great action movies of the past five years. And it's like, what, right. what is no? It's, like, it's no, not like an action setting. Film. People are being yeah, this like, is totally misunderstanding these like, it. These are like clansmen violently murdering unarmed people. Like, um, it's yeah, it's crazy. But like in in this, it's like that. There's that kind of upsetting factor of the people just being slaughtered. Um, like I just like there's no chance. Like it like the when especially when the zombies get into the same car as the baseball team initially when the zombies first start taking over the train and where it's yeah. like it, they, they, they so many people have turned at that point it's unstoppable like yeah. the, because it just the thing with these kind of zombies is like it takes so it's so quick for people to turn that it just it piles up like a snowman so rapidly that it's just like okay well there's too many we'll die like the, like it's almost it's like an instant and that's i think also another Thing when every time there's a zombie movie, they're like, "All right, what what are their take on the zombie rules? Are they fast? Mm. Are they slow? Do they get like? Do they need to get? Do they need to like ingest the blood to turn, or do they need to just be bitten? How long does it take? A day? Does it take two weeks? 
Like, and I think in the 2010s, especially when there was a bit of a zombie boom, it, it's almost like, are the characters going to know what zombies are in this world? Yeah. Is, That's always is gonna the be question. Like, yeah, right. And it always like, feels like they do, but it's like, it always feels like they do know what zombies are, but they never say the word zombie. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this one Certainly. kind of abides by that rule. Where I think they all kind it, of... Vampire, you know, like, vampire movies kind of operate on the same wavelength. It's like, it's hard for people to say the actual word vampire. Like, unless the vampires are actually actively saying vampires. Like, it's hard for, like, an yeah. other character. Like, I don't know. It, it's interesting. But, like, zombies for sure. And I think The Walking Dead, because they call them walkers or whatever. It's yeah, like, that's it's like all, walkers that... or, like... Right. Know, the undead. Freakers. Is a right, exactly. Like, freakers. Sp- sp- like, yeah, it, it, it becomes... Whatever. And also, like, you look at The Last of Us or whatever, <laughs> which are not... Which aren't technically zombies. Like, they're this... These are like fungus creatures, but like oh yeah, clickers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, like you said, Jack, there's like this huge zombie boom. So I think is, and was and I guess this was maybe at the tail end, or have we are we still in the middle of it? Tail end. Um, Because The Walking Dead is basically a show that doesn't exist. It's still on (laughs) for some god knows reason. But it's that's still, not. But like, I think you're lying, and that's not real. <laughs> it's true. It, I think that if they're on their last season, then they also have a there's spinoff. Also, that, I think there's like a spinoff. Or two. There's like two, but like the, one of them got canceled after like the uh, first okay. season. Like I, I always like to check in and be like, "What's The Walking Dead doing now?" I mean, I used to watch like the original show. Um, I like as like almost everyone, I bounced after like season eight or nine. I don't know. Like, I like, was I, I was an early bouncer. Yeah, me too. Oh, I mean, like, mo- yeah. I guess I think most people have bounced early, but I was, but there was, like, it came in waves, and I think I was in, like, one of the last waves. Like, mm-hmm. I think after the last, like, after, when I left is when all of the people who left in, like, a wave stopped, in the sense of that the people who have seen, who have been watching the show since I left have consistently, like, they're on. They're, they're like, hooked. Like, they can't leave anymore. Because yeah. um, I've heard it's, like, very much, like, and I, maybe I'm wrong, but I've heard it's like it becomes the sort of thing where they just go to this location and then they bunch right. and get killed and then they go leave and then they go to the next location. It's exactly like that. And they leave and they go to the next location. It's exactly like that. And like revenge like, and violence and blah blah blah. And it's just you can like, only right. sort of make that interesting for so many seasons. And so many episodes because like they're like 18 episodes a season or whatever, and you're just like make it end. Um, you can but, only see yeah. the uh, you can only you can only look at Action Essentials blood hit number eleven so many times. <laughs> it doesn't become impressive anymore. Just right, but that show has no cultural footprint anymore. I mean, not really. Like it doesn't. It's not in the zeitgeist at all. Um, when's like the last big zombie movie? Oh, um... uh, I mean, there's certainly an argument for for World War Z. Um, uh... But I mean, like from like from like today. Um, is I, I, I don't remember. I don't. One? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where my head's going. But also, like, I, I think Warm Bodies has its fans. That didn't. That uh, okay. That's not. That I wouldn't say. Inter- uh, would that is that on the same? That would... I don't think it's no, on the same plane. But I just figure I chop it, it out. Does... But also, that's but like, before, that came out before Train to Busan, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking something after. 
Uh, yeah, Train to Busan came out in like 2016. So what? Anything did, since yeah. 2016 gonna, from 2021? I'm be a loser and Google this. <laughs> the only thing that comes close is The Last of Us Two or whatever, like a video game. Uh, like not... Are you you're asking about big zombie movies, and you're not thinking about you're you're forgetting about uh, uh, the one that came out this year. The one that, that has its own spin-off that has nothing to do with zombies, but it's still in the same universe as the first one. Oh, Army of the Dead. I'm sorry, Zack Snyder. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I liked oh, that yeah. movie, too. I apologize. Yeah. Man, that was a big zombie movie. A lot that of people was. saw that movie. I, I Probably don't think more it's people saw that movie yeah. than people that saw Train to Busan. I'm not going to lie. Shit, um, yeah. Army of the Dead. The thing with Netflix... Quality. But, yeah, but, no, I know what you mean. Like, the thing with Netflix uh, is, like, I don't know, like... Good thing I looked it up. Good thing I thought to Google, because I also right. was not thinking about it. <laughs> right. I was like, I know... Yeah, Jared just just shouted it out because he Googled it faster movie. than us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah. But I, I think like I was last, thinking... Last zombie movie. I guess because that, that movie was wasn't like released in theaters. I didn't that, think like, of it. I mean, it was, like, and... but, like, limited. But, like, it. I guess before the pandemic, I mean... Sorry, which one? Like, what? Oh, has there been a big zombie movie between? Like fine, even pandemic? between Army of uh, Dead, Overlord, and... um, Overlord. There was Overlord. Overlord. Okay. Was the, the, the like, yeah. not really a zombie movie in the way that like you know, Train to Busan or, or or even Army of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead. You know, not like a zombie invasion movie, but like a uh, you're finding out that like the Nazis are working right. on a secret thing that would be a zombie. The virus, if it you know they were able to spread it, right? Exactly. Uh, but you only see like only a couple or one or two like zombies in that movie. But it was good though; it was fun. I like uh, that movie too. Yeah. It was oh, hashtag movie. alive! But I don't even know. Yeah, if that, that was, was also that... like okay, but that wasn't like a big movie or anything like that. Right. Um. Yeah. Little uh, Monsters with Lupita Nyong'o, but I again, that was one. like a nothing. Oh, uh, the 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 net. There was the 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 the, the uh, fucking Netflix one. There was another Netflix show. Uh, it was really good. Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was like two seasons, uh, and it's. Uh, I want to get the location. Histor- a cur- historical Korean like. Okay, or, but like I, 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 I don't, I, I, I will end up misspeaking talking because <laughs> I, I'm no history buff. But uh, right, uh, the idea. It, I, I watched it. It was really, it's really good. It's like uh, this uh, uh, kingdom hiding uh, a zombie plague. And uh, shit going wrong, but hmm. uh, it's uh, it's really good because it's like, you know you they're trying to figure out the nature of the virus and as it's going on and it's it's very gripping. It's also like pretty. It's like a each season's like six episodes, so you can kind of get through it in like a few sittings. Um, nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I I think um, yeah, I'm I'm going through these two Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That was like I didn't see it. A, yeah, like like a 
but everyone like laughed at that like that wasn't like that was just that Um, was like the the trailer was popular in the sense of like oh my god they're actually doing this rather than the actual movie had any Mm. impact yeah, yeah. I remember Zombieland was also around the time of Walking Dead, and I think that was mm-hmm. pretty big and like. Contrary. Well, Double yeah. Tap, double like double the tap. sequel yeah, came out, which doesn't exist, but made more than a hundred million worldwide, apparently. So yeah, it kind of like came and went too. It's, it's a. It little, really like, just has no cultural. Fruit. Yeah, I just I do think we're just at the tail end. Like, there's nothing been really innovative or impressive. I've heard there's a movie coming out. I don't think it's gonna be a big movie by any means. It's probably just gonna be like a cult film, and then and then sort of just be known as that. But I've been hearing like buzz about this movie called The Sadness. Uh, I need. I don't remember where what country it's which country uh, which country it's from, but it's been playing at like these festivals. It's uh, it's from Taiwan. It's a Taiwanese film, Taiwanese okay. zombie movie, and all I know is that it it the idea is that it's it's sort of like the premise is that it's like another it's like a pandemic that at first is like more of a like COVID type pandemic where it's just like killing people. Yeah. And then I guess after the fact, then it turns into a zombie thing. I don't know. But then the thing that I've heard about it is that it like it takes the violence or whatever to another level. Which I've seen <laughs> voice crack, fuck. I've seen, you know, like fucking you know, you've seen violent zombie I'm just when you hear a zombie movie in twenty twenty one takes the violence to the next level and not Right. What could that be? It automatically raises a level of skeptic of curious skepticism. Right, like what are they but, eating out assholes? Like how are they? Like what? What's like what's what, the crazy thing? Yeah, but apparently it's good. It's like especially in a post torture porn world. Like, yeah, right. Really I have no clue. And The Walking Dead got gnarly. I mean, I'm not like not like gnarly, crazy but crazy. Like, oh yeah, I guess some of it did. You know, when they did have like a practical effects. You know, when they kind of use their practical effects budget. I always felt like... I mean, it wasn't like... Stuff looked really digital. Right. And it wasn't... I mean, mean, to kind of take back what I just said. I mean, it was... No, no, no. You don't need to... I'm just... I'm a... No, 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 no. I'm just like... I'm thinking like... I think it was more of the shock value of like... They're putting this on television and it's on HBO. Also, like, I remember too, just like the fact that, you know, seeing like the TV-14 label on the opening scene is a little girl getting shot in the head. Right. Right. You don't see that. That's a statement, but it's also right. like uh, most digital-looking blood squirt ever. <laughs> oh, all in that entire that whole okay. show does like gunshots all, so digitally. It was, all, it was all action essentials. It was all of it. It was all the action essentials. Right. Video code. Um, co-pilot or whatever. Uh, it, like, it is. It is funny though that like I'm now. Now, of course, like where we watch this movie. And apparently I was just looking up on Letterboxd of like, oh, who, like, you know, of pe- like people I follow who have watched this movie. And like a lot of them watched it during the pandemic, which Train I think we, yeah, Train to Busan. Yeah. And it's one of those funny things. It's like, and like, I like, you know, watching, like, I know a decent amount of people watch the thing during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I and, rewatched that one uh, fairly. It was on TV. That's right. And it it's interesting because it's like. I think I, I forget if we talked about this pre-recording or while we were recording, but the idea of maybe audiences want to like 
have it's like to step away from the idea of the pandemic happening and the media they can they um ingest or the media they um they like consume um because it's such a thing that you just want to escape from it but i do think adding a genre tinge of i I don't think anyone wants to watch like a indie drama about people dealing with COVID. i think no i don't think there's a single person on earth who actually wants to watch that but well, does anyone want to see something I, I would, that I is would, locked I, down? I would disagree mm-hmm. with that. I think that there probably are people who would want to see that. I'm just not one of those bird people. Right. Yeah. I think yeah, that's that, true. Like, I think that, like, I, 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 I don't know if I could ever make a statement. Like, there aren't any. No one. There isn't a single person who would want to see yeah, that. Yeah. I'm. That, like, there is someone out there who probably wants to see. <laughs> who probably, probably does want to see. There's that. someone. Someone. Right. There has, you know, of course there has, has to, to be, be, but I, I don't know, like, but like in the sense of an actual audience for it and like something that mm-hmm. could sure. like, make yeah, actual Yeah, it's money. not marketable. It's not like... But I also, I also think like the opposite is true. But sorry for interrupting. Or... <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be brief that sure. um, like Contagion and Outbreak uh, oh, yeah, were really big we'll in the in that. the very beginning. And I think yeah. people wanted to see others go right. through the same thing that we're going through. Yeah. And because that it's like the anxiety is matched, that it's like there's but a level I also of comfort think there. So many of those people didn't um, watch those. And then Trinity was on and the thing with the same. I think like there's a level of like people kind of becoming, sort of, you know, are becoming, or not becoming attached, but like are like. Uh, drawn in by you know stories of hardship. I think especially right now. I think Squid Game being as popular as it, I don't know if that's a show that would have been able to have been as popular, you know, during a non-pandemic period. Right. During a not a period you know that isn't marked by as much economic strife as this one is. Like, I think the fact that the world is kind of fucked right now is like. <laughs> lending right. itself to media or like uh, stories about characters that are fucked. Right. Even if it isn't necessarily in the same exact way that we're fucked. It's just seeing seeing it on screen is right now a bit cathartic I think. Even if it's you know not a one-to-one thing. You know? And I also think e- that... Even though you are right that like there's a level of like when it does become an exact one-to-one when you're watching like a drama where they're dealing with covid you don't you know i i agree i don't know if i want to watch that that's just right much it's like too too close to reality whereas like seeing you know people like playing a childhood game and then falling to their death if they fail is like a little further i don't know there's a a remove there like right even though it's an awful thing thing, it's a terrible thing you're watching and like they're going through a horrific traumatic experience that you would never want to go through but like it's just really fucking exciting to watch right um and like train to busan of course it's like it has the in like the thing and what all the other stuff we've mentioned it's like even but even contagion and out like that contagion isn't COVID. Of course there, but right. I mean, of course there. But also those... though, that one, it's like you're watching it, thinking like, oh, I hope, I hope that maybe, maybe that this is what our government response is going to be like. 
Right. I feel like. And I also think there's a morbid curiosity yeah. um, as well. Because people are like... Because there's all these articles that came out like, Contagion is the closest... Like, is the most realistic movie in that terms too. of... That's and then, and then, like, actually, like, making the comparison. Okay, well, I'm living through it, so I got my point of reference. Now right, let's see exactly. what this movie's like. I right. haven't seen Contagion yet, by the way. I'm not Neither the kind of person... I was not seeking out pandemic movies when the pandemic hit. Right. I was... Well, I, I, I was like, I wasn't really watching a hell of a lot when... Contagion is great. Yeah, just, the pandemic. I mean, not really like that. Bold I want to see Contagion. It's great. I'll get around to it. I, I, I have a feeling. I mean, granted, as someone who saw Contagion pre-pandemic, it, it still is great. No matter. Yeah, I'm sure. It's I like Soderbergh, good. so I'm. I'll, yeah, I'll I mean, duh. Like, yeah, Soderbergh yeah. made a good movie. Duh, you know. Um, um, but I, I so Train to Busan is like it's. I, I think it's the idea of that it's it's rooted in a lot of the experience we we're dealing with now, but it's far enough away where we can kind of disassociate ourselves and just witness it rather than like involve ourselves in it. I mean, right? I think... and no, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, especially in 2016, that a, 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 you know this isn't it's not an American movie, but um, the lack of communication and. Um, the the division um the that separates the selfishness like it, it's very much um oh, man i'm trying to remember well, I also, now like, but when... i also think too though like it's not like it's not that like the issues that the pandemic brought about only came about because of the pandemic they were issues long before the pandemic right of course came. so it's like it, it just all brings it to the forefront and yeah, i think certainly so the visible. coming out around the time of the election like makes it sure. all more timely Sure. And then it, it's just like we get an explosion of anti-vax like videos of a person like not wearing a mask at a yeah. Walmart or whatever. Like everything becomes so like much the, more clear. The, seeing that rich guy's paranoia early on, where he's like, "Yeah, when they know that the other characters are like on their way, and he hears that, and he's like, oh, 'Oh, we're not letting them in. They have to go through the zombies. They're going to be infected.' Like the right. level of like, you know, automatic kind of like." You know, paranoia. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I think is like relatable now for sure. And also, like throwing people literally at something to shield yourself from it. Like mm-hmm. also shielding responsibility from for, yourself. Yeah, for others over yourself. Right. Um, it is. Yeah, like, like like you said, it's it. like mm-hmm. all of these are human desires that have always been within us and that have always been a problem in our current society, but. The pandemic just made it so much like more in your face and more, and also had like have it be more like consequential. And I, I think also like Train to Busan, like you were talking about earlier about how every person's actions result in a chain of reactions. Of you know, of course, that's kind of like a movie, but it becomes so like fluid in that sense of like there. It's so like it's so concise and like the re of like how it's like it it's, reacts it's, it's to very, every very person's decision. Plotted. It's exactly. very tightly plotted. Exactly. Exactly. It's very well written. And so with the idea of in this current world is the your consequence is like in our current world, of course, consequences, uh, I mean, sorry, like actions have con- uh, consequences. Um, like, I mean, I guess that's been that, of course, that's been in the in, in the history of reality. That's always been the case. But now it feels even the most like mundane action of going to the grocery store while you know you have COVID or going to see a friend, even though you both know you both aren't vaccinated and you were exposed to someone. Like just mundane actions like that can have severe consequences on everyone around you. In this movie, like opening a door has a major fucking like a, a major uh, 
uh, consequences for all the people involved for not staying to pick up that one last survivor has consequences for, you know, like all these things. It's like, it, it, it makes it kind of realize that like in, like, it, I don't know, like having these heightened situations and especially rooted in genre, it feels very much like, I don't know. It, it kind of, it just reminded me of just like how in like these kind of, you know, mass epidemic or pandemic, uh, whether it be like an apocalypse movie or a movie about zombies, it's just like how every single person has, like, it, it can lead to like a like twenty deaths or whatever. Yeah, it's just like the like guilty until proven innocent idea. Like they're right. on their toes. Yeah. Right, and it's also that like no one, and no matter how small the decision is. It could lead to like so many people dying, and I, I and I really enjoy that part of like this movie too. It's like even like the right decision, of course, leads to more deaths, or the wrong decision leads to more deaths. Like it's mm-hmm. all like I mean, it, it feels almost sometimes even hopeless, but it also feels like it it feels right, which is I know a weird thing to say, but it, in yeah, in the sense it makes it or like they, they yeah everything sell, falls they, into place they, they, they yeah. right the, the situation really well. You like, right. just sort of get very drawn in. It's all very, like, it, it's, the directing is not flashy at all. It's all very, like, you, it's showing you exactly what you need in order for the story to Yeah, it's efficient. Yeah. It's very efficient. Yeah, yeah and I think Yan Sing Ho, like, balances um, the big heart at the center with this father-daughter relationship, but also, like, having really unlikable characters at, at its forefront, like, no yeah, one is like willing partially, to cooperate, and like it's, it works out. For the pandemic in the first place. Yeah, the our, the like, father is a, like he gets the call from his assistant at, near the end of the movie, basically saying. Yeah. So the whole thing that like the plant that this all started from was part of our big plans, whatever the fuck yeah. that means. Because it's like, like one phone call in the opening scene of the movie, and he's like, "Pull out, pull out, or whatever." Right, 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 right. Yes. I guess which makes ideas. which is weird because like he's a head fund manager head fund manager I don't know what the big plans could be like it doesn't totally make total sense with like why is he invest like why what big plans does he have with uh like a a, a chemical plant but he's also a head fund manager so it, it doesn't matter but yeah I think the movie keeps well, it like big enough that it's like, like someone corporate and white collar that's right, just right, like. Right. He's a reluctant hero and right. unfit to be a dad because he's just now caring about profit. And, and the like, sins of our fathers right. in the sense right, right, right. of, like, it carries to the next generation, all that kind of shit. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think it's all pretty... It's all, like, efficient. I, and we've talked about this in our last... Um, few episodes especially when we talked about 10 cloverfield lane in the sense of it was how it uses its runtime and its direction in the sense of like it doesn't waste and also like it, it the idea that jared brought up we we're not confident in calling this horror even yeah, <laughs> yeah same I mean, thing that's what we sort of in the like know, like, like 10 cloverfield lane was a, too i'm yeah. just being a devil's advocate no 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 i had the same uh, thing when we were talking about 10 cloverfield lane i'm like can we call this horror but it is because I think, and it's a weird, it's and I don't like movie. it's horror. It's under the horror umbrella, it's right? Exactly. Weird. That and it's, that's uh, kind of why we were just like, we'll sick. just cover it because it's one of those things. It's where it's like, 
spooky season i feel like can cover so many things like if we covered a horror comedy that would have been fair so why can't we yeah we could have done warm bodies honestly no right exactly so yeah i guess that that one might be more of a debatable topic than in train to busan (laughs) i think right i think that one is more of a comedy Right, exactly. But, so it, mm-hmm. so I think it is. It all falls under the realm, and also it's just a fucking yeah. excuse to talk about these movies. Yeah. Like it doesn't like mm-hmm. totally matter. But and it's, ex- no, it's but, an uh, excuse to talk about zombies, zombies right. in cinema. Right. Zombies, fast zombies, which are the scariest of zombies. The thing about right. like you yeah, know, yeah. Walking Dead, it's like they're slow. So it's like, all right, cool, they're walking. Although, like, yeah. although slow, unkillable zombies, is, I think that's it, you know, ones where like you have to just beat the ever-loving shit out of them in order to, like... But right. they don't move fast. They're just slow. Right. I don't know. I can think... I right. just know, like, I don't know, like, Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes. You know, like, those right. zombies. Like, right. And, and also, like... Fast, but you have to shoot them a million times in order to kill them. There's another... Yeah, and, like, also with... In, like, The Last of Us, there are brute zombies, oh, yeah. too. So it's, yeah. like, yeah... I bet the sad. I wonder if that's what the sadness is like. I wonder if that's it. I wonder if that's why they're calling it the goriest thing, because the zombies are like you have to just decimate them. They come back, if, you know, even if like, oh yeah, there was one I just watched called like I Am a Hero. I think it's. I want to say it was Japanese. I, I, I want to get the country right. That one, the zombies are like you got to destroy like the brain stem not just the brain it's like uh there's this like one zombie he's just, like a basketball player with like his head caved in but he's still moving around because he has his brain stem it was like very uh violent looking but uh it was, it was a good movie yeah and like in the walking dead you just have to hit them with a stapler in the head and they'll die like it, it, yeah. it's oh yeah a little it's... like prod or you know Right, or or just like or just like hit him or like punch him real hard and like oh it's dead now. Um, yeah, all of these were kind of punching. They gonna kind of go away, zombies. I always and if I, I, I love punchable zombies. Like, I, I punch I, and I they kind of go away. Zombies. There were a little more. There was a little more weaponry in this movie. I don't know, like where because it, it, a lot of it was just like them punching the zombies. Yeah. Which, and like putting duct tape around your arms for like, which yeah. I, I mean, the minimalism mm-hmm. is kind of refreshing. In this, it was, I mean, it was like, yeah, I guess I kind of go. It's back very and DIY. Forth. It's, not like a, it's <laughs> not like a real firm critique I have of the movie or anything. It's just more of an observation and like a right. I wonder. I wonder if like, I don't know if like, not that if everyone had a bat, but if like someone had, if everyone had like a little thing other than like their fists, because. Right. Because then there was that, and then there were moments when, like, you know, it's like a horde of zombies ganging up on, like, two people pushing them back. And they're, you know, just watching it again, I'm thinking, okay, this is a bit interesting. You would think that these two people would not be able to hold back, like, 30 zombies, strength-wise. Because these are being portrayed as, like, strong, fast zombies. But that's also, like a thing that you think about when you're watching a movie the second time and not the first time, because the first time you're watching it, it's just like, holy shit, there's zombies everywhere. Fuck, right. fuck, fuck. You know? Right. And then the second time, because you know what's going to happen, you're just like, huh, that is a lot of zombies and only a few of them hold, pushing back. It's like, they're really strong dudes. Right. I like how yeah. their senses are off, too. The, yeah, the that smell was, you know, and the sight. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, refreshing. Yeah, like they, they needed like harsh light to see. 
which I guess mm-hmm. they kind of break in the second movie because that's so much of that's in the oh, really? they know what they're doing those zombies mm-hmm. uh, so yeah also interesting too because you know there are games where it's like there are other stories where it's like the zombies are weak in the day and then strong at night you know whereas I guess in Train to Busan it's the opposite right right and we also kind of talked about the idea of, like, when you're watching, when, like, I, I feel like vampires, zombies, and werewolves, those are, like, the movies where, when you, like, or the movies or the video games or the TV shows, whatever kind of media, it's, like, when you when, the moment you sit down and start to, and you start it, your first question is, okay, what are the rules here? Because there's so many different kind of rules for a zombie yeah. film, a vampire film. A werewolf film. It's like, all right, what are the rules here? And zombie Although films. I feel like vampires and werewolves are a little more defined. Yeah, they're more. There they're usually more consistent. Like conventions to werewolf and vampire lore than like zombies. I feel like zombies. It's just like you bite, you get bit, you turn into one. Everything else is very much up into up to like the creators. Right, choice. and even then, as sometimes as, like, there's no biting. Like long. I think in like. Uh, was, I think in bite? 28 Days Later, they just, like, they just kill you. Like, there's no biting or anything. Oh, shit. I think they just, like, beat the shit out of you. It's been, a, lot. It's you been a while since I watched 28 Days Later. I don't know. It's that or another. It's, like, it's like they, it just turns up the aggression. It doesn't actually, like, make you, like, it doesn't, like, make you bite anyone. And I think that's also kind of, like, in, um, in, like, uh... The Last of Us, where it's not... I don't know if, like, are they, like, really biting? Or well, I think it, like, it was, like... Well, they are biting. Yeah, they are, because the whole idea is that the girl is, like, has a bite, and she isn't, and she doesn't become one. That's right. No, you're right. The, you're the right. idea is that you get bit, you turn into them. Right. So right. it's, like, zombies, I feel like the consistent rule with zombies is that you get bit, you turn into one. Whereas, like, a vampire, it's, like... You can't look in the mirror. You can only eat garlic. Yeah, but some term, but like not blood. I mean, you can only drink blood. You can't eat garlic. What am I saying? Right. You can't eat anything. You can only drink blood. Uh, I I I suck. Now you're part vampire. That was my understanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Why is it? Yeah, people can't see it, but it's all dark. There's no light in in your. Yeah. You're also like wearing a cape. Like the full moon. Yeah, you're wearing a cape. You have, you have the teeth. You can't get yeah. like stabbed with like silver or whatever. Like there's like a, usually a list of things, whereas, whereas with zombies, it's like one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's and it's weird how like it's public knowledge these things are because it's like they're such, you know, classic. Uh, right. It's like everyone knows the. It's it is funny that everyone knows the rules about zombies, werewolves, and vampires. Like everyone, like if you just walk to a random person on the stream, like what's the rule with vampires? It's like, all right, here are the rules. <laughs> like it's it is funny. Right. It's like everyone knows the zombie and a vampire and zombie vampire world story. Everyone knows. That. But I guess I guess where the zombie differs is that it's, it's most of the time an allegory. You know, like uh, Dawn of the Dead. Think- it's like about capitalism and you know. Yeah. Because zombies are very like, they don't have any real personality in a sense. Like, they, like zombies yeah. are like. Well, the so, thing about them is that they're dead, right? They're dead, um, and they're they go uh, a lot, and like they grunt, and they <laughs> you know. Uh, but like vampires, can, can like, uh, like that's like that. That's what usually zombies are doing. Um, but like with vampires, werewolves less so because they're like either they're them or a wolf. You're not really, like, given... But, like, with vampires especially, though, it's, like, there is a lot of personality to the actual vampire. I mean, usually. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a whole yeah. thing they're doing. Yeah. 
Um, but like where like zombies are just like these faceless hordes. Um, which like I think is why I think I've seen because I, I don't think we talk. I don't think people. I've never really seen people be like, man, there's so many vampire movies. I'm sick of it. Oh, like I, I don't know. I don't think there's like this huge. They, I don't know if there's ever been the, like this big fatigue of vampire stuff. I guess maybe like in the true blood. Twilight was happening. Yeah, I guess you could say, but like but that was like a different some... kind of vampire fatigue. That was like more of just like they, if anything, that one franchise, like real vampire movies. Right, right, Not and also like True Blood. I guess I, I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like, but when I with zombies, I feel like I feel like everyone has kind of gotten sick of them. Like the thing about like vampires, I feel like there's still like one or two things that people are like, oh, cool. But like zombies, it feels like everyone's just kind of over them. Just because yeah. it, it feels so. Although blame. you know, if you, yeah, I'm still down. Like I want to see the sadness. I'm very curious about it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm interested not, in to see what people are doing with the genre. I don't have fatigue in the way that like I, I I might have like superhero fatigue. Right, right. It's different. Then again, maybe a few years ago, asked me that question, maybe I'd have a different answer. I don't know. Right, exactly. I mean, the thing, like, well, right now there are more superhero films than zombie films. Like, yeah. uh, like we just talked about, like Army of the Dead is like the one. Like, I mean, there's a million on Redbox, but that's a different you know, story. That same director <laughs> made another, you know, one of a few superhero movies that came out this year. Although I actually like I liked his Justice League uh, quite. Oh, a bit. same. Snyder Cut's good. Snyder Cut's I good. I had fun. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, he's. Well, 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 we'll we'll cover Zach one day, and we'll talk about Zach yeah. because he's a he's a guy. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can think yeah, of a no. few people that can talk about Zach with us. Oh boy, do we have? It, we also have Zach Snyder actually interested in doing the podcast. So that's he he wants to do the podcast. <laughs> that would be know. so rad if Zach Snyder was like, yeah, my favorite 2010s. That would Batman be, be the Superman. fucking best. <laughs> Like, he just wants to come on and talk about whatever fucking bullshit. Like, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Yeah. And it, he's not even my oh, favorite. Oh, man, my favorite of the decade. Like man, there were so many movies out. that came out that decade. Probably Man of Steel is my favorite. <laughs> right. right. Zack Snyder comes on to talk about First Cow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he's a huge Kelly Reichardt head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't mention that movie. So in an, in oh, right, yeah, oh my god, wait, that's so, yes, yes, I remember this now, uh, during the aspect ratio change conversation. So I mean, you yeah. probably talk about it for your podcast. Man. <laughs> probably would make a good episode. Oh my word. Oh, wait, wait, it came out in 2020 though, right? No, well, I mean, it premiered in New York Film Festival in 2019. If it's if Zack Snyder, psych. we'll make a, a, an exception. I'll, pr- like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, we're usually pretty... Strict with the you rules. You want to say but... that the 2010 started in 2010 or 2011? I mean, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the good point. Like you it's... can always flip the rule if you if you feel like it. Especially for Zack Snyder, I feel like we could. Then, I feel like we were like, capable. After of the fact, just change your mind. Just sort of go to the reverse and be like, "Oh yeah, no, never mind." Right. Exactly. We could always like, just say no. Never. Like yeah. Um. Yeah. No. That's funny. Uh. What I wanted to mention. I, I do love, like, we are just talking about, I, I think it's just, I think there's something to say just about Dong Lee just punching zombies that are just kind of like, that's fucking Yeah, bad. and that isn't to say that there shouldn't be. I, I, I know just, what you mean, but you wish I, there was a little more creativity involved with yeah, the like, weaponry. Yeah, like, I guess, you know, like, uh, uh... More variety. Yeah. 
But at the same time, and especially because Gong Yu and the baseball player, like they both have objects. That kind of movie at all, and that it really was more of like a survival movie, and more about getting away from the zombies, more about like getting past them, you know, not getting bit by them, closing the door on them, you know, uh, as opposed to just like killing them, which a lot of other zombie media gets very into the whole killing. Yeah, because. And which this clearing, one doesn't. This one's a lot more about getting away from them, which I like. I like that. Like right. it's not. It's 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 taking a much more human angle and not not like treating the human characters like they are like these like zombie killing machines. Even though they probably can do a few more hits with the bat than your average person, uh, right? And can you know your average person could not punch a zombie, but. Right. He doesn't also, though, throw haymakers. Can't at... shoot zombies in the head like every other right. shot. Like they can on like The Walking Dead or even an Army of the Dead. You know. Right. So it, this um, is still like a step up in a way. <laughs> right. And I think it's in the whole idea of so like in The Walking Dead especially, you always felt like well they could probably just like if you just gave them a few guns in like five minutes, like all these zombies would be dead. Like it mm-hmm. wouldn't be that big of a deal. But like. In this, yeah, it in this feels movie, like it's not that way. They feel like it. No, it's because like it's also sword. like even if you kill two of them, there's twenty or eighty more. Yeah. Like it feels yeah. like there's just no way to clear all of them because it just yeah. they keep like, I mean, they keep know, snowballing. They that that you do get that sense in the second one, but even then, it's like I. Yeah, no, you, you, there is. I, I, I might need to rewatch the second movie, but even then, like it tries to up the scale, but at the same time, you feel like they're even less. Right. because they have there's so though, much more because i think it's just the space that they're in is a lot bigger there probably are a lot of shots in that movie of giant masses of zombies i've just forgotten them because it's right it was just not as memorable unfortunately whereas in this right. movie it's like you know th- those shots of like the zombies piling on each other just sticks with you because it's, it's like, yeah like yeah. you said confined space makes you it know, more intimidating it's, it's also just not, like not, you know. not not just a, not just a confined space but a familiar confined space because everyone right. most people are right like, everyone can understand the idea yesterday right i rode the train right. yesterday i know what it feels like to be on a train i would hate were there any zombies on the train a, no thank god no <laughs> uh there were people and i mean that you know they were all i mean life. what's the difference so, nowadays let's zombies, be honest yeah you know, yeah but, 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 uh, yeah, no, no, no piles of zombies. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love, I love towards the end when all those zombies piled up in the, on oh, the yeah, train. Oh, yeah, um, like Yeah, and, the, and it's all, and you realize it's all dead weight. And when, yeah. um, he knocks out the hand, it's like, and then they'll fall, start to fall like dominoes. It's like, oh, right. They're not all, like, conscious of what they're doing. It's just one attracts another and then attracts another and then. Like go from two, four, eight, twelve. They really yeah. get the mindlessness across in this yeah. movie because of yeah. how yes. like, like especially just because like especially with the sight stuff, like they mo- they they go dead immediately the moment like they don't have anything to see. They're yeah, just it's like, like there's no sense of object permanence. It's just animal react, you know, animal instinct. And the moment they see yeah. a person, they go fucking nuts. Yeah, um, and I think that's like I, kind of been the the true. I mean, for me at least, it's been the true horror of 
of like what makes a zombie really scary is like how quick we can become our primal selves right um without like motor skills like human beings are just like any other animal and, yeah. and um yeah that's pretty yeah. also that's pretty you being the primary objective that's scary right. to me you right. being like yeah yeah my sole purpose is to fucking eat you I have nothing else on my mind. I see you. I'm a zombie. I'm going to fucking eat you. There is no family. There is no bills I have to pay. There is no like worry of like if I'm going to go if I'm going to get to my job on time. I don't have to worry about any other actual thing. I don't even have to worry about actual fucking food. I just need to eat you. And and you know like it's always that emotional realization. You don't have to worry Um, about anything. You just have to eat. That's it. You just that sounds pretty good. You're saying that's a bad thing? I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a scary thing for us. Yeah. Because... You're saying, but that's but you're saying that it's it's, it's not to worry about. You just, all you have to do is eat. That's it. All you have to right. do is eat. That's it. Right. Uh, okay, I'll just you don't eat. worry about anything. No, I'm not. It doesn't sound too bad. I don't, I don't know. We are covering two eating movies in a row. That's funny. Mm. Like raw to this. Mm. Mm. Um. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, and, and you know, like of course, it's always that emotional core of um, oh my god, I I know that is not my best friend, that's not my dad, that's not my sister, but right. it mm-hmm. is them. It looks exactly like them. I need to grieve over their loss. Um, but this thing, I need. I mean, of course, like there are videos online of people sobbing, just like unblubbering over the very end. Um, um, you know, you have Gong Yu, and he's just, his character is, like, saying goodbye to his daughter, and then, like, shutting the door, and, and, like, having his final moments, and then when the footage cuts in, and it's, it's like, you know, yeah. his daughter, and the, yeah. it's like, wow, it really sings at that moment. Oh, that was funny, I was watching with my parents, and I realized they've been watching, we've been, I guess my parents have been watching a bunch of, like, Korean dramas, uh, <laughs> sort of on their own, and and, and something I've realized like soap operas, like, yeah, or like yeah, like K dramas. Uh, so uh, mm-hmm. and, and a thing that does happen quite a bit are like very sort of like highly emotional moments where the characters are crying and there's very loud like emotional music and then like it flashes back to like you know something like that. And it was like I think my parents were rolling their eyes at that scene. Because it was funny. just like a technique they were very used to at that point. That's in funny. Sort of, in terms of like emotional manipulation. Uh, and it was funny because the first time I watched the movie, I was like, I was like, yeah, this is like a pretty emotional, you know, I, I think I was probably at that point, I was like, you know, maybe it's a bit much, but I wasn't mm-hmm. like, I was in it to a degree. But it was right. funny because like, you know, my parents are probably a bit spoiled by what they had been watching. And so they saw that and they were like, oh, this is like very familiar. Right. What's happening right now? That that right. the, the music and the the emotions and the, all that, it, you know, whatever. Even though you yeah, know, it starts to feel in the context monotonous. of this movie, it's like you know, it, I get it. And it works. It's fine. It's not the the most cheesy thing ever. It's not terrible. Right. I, right. I think, I think it's, it's it's really earned, yeah, and that's what work. got me the my you first know, time. Work for yeah. you. Work for other people. It's just you know, not not mm-hmm. you know something that my parents were. Uh, 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 it didn't, I guess, fully work on them. But they liked the rest of the movie. They were into that, you know, just the one moment. 
Yeah. I, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly, I was a bit, like, I think I saw a little bit of, yeah, it's a bit much on, like, rewatch, but like you said, in that first watch, I, I remember me being so, like, oh my god, I can't believe it, like, just, like, totally, like, it, like, lost in it. Um, but I still think it, it, I mean, it hit me, man. Like, I, I think sure, a lot yeah, of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of this film is pretty emotionally poignant. And I think it also just wears its heart on its sleeve. And that can go, that can be hit or miss sometimes. But I, for this film, for something this, like, for something this concise and efficient, that it kind of, it just gets me over because I'm already so enthralled in it that, like, you know, you kind of almost develop an emotional attachment without knowing it because you're so, like, into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all very strongly written, for sure. Very, uh, yeah. You do get very drawn into it, for sure. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I also think that daughter, the daughter's really good as a focal yeah. point of the film. Yeah, that actress did a really great job. Just so yeah, inquisitive of course, like... when she's in scenes, just kind of like, what the fuck's happening, and very like observant. And I really, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I got drawn yeah. into it. I would always like watching her when, during a scene, just, like, seeing her, like, how she's reacting to it. Because it's all, mm-hmm. you know, you, you always like to see what's happening, in, like, within a kid's perspective. Yeah. From that point of view. Yeah. Yeah, I get it's always that. much yeah, more that, interesting that, what adults are thinking. That character very much is, like, approaching, like, the cliche, like, smart kid trope thing. Right. Right. But, uh, I, 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 I remember hearing that it, a few it, times it, when this it, came yeah. out. It, it 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 it's it works in this. It's not you know. It's not like it it. The, the film never feels like it's pausing to do any of the scenes with the kid. It it always feels very like organic. It feels yeah, and and she never like saves the day or whatever. Like yeah, everyone no, still dies. It never. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know, She never saves the day, and she's never like holding the plot up. Right. What were um, you gonna say, Jack? No. Um. Just, I feel like she's at that age when kids start to play favorites with their parents. Um, and of course, we I think it's alluded to that not only is, um, you know, Gong Yu's character, uh, his mom's, his mom, like, didn't make it out, but also his wife didn't make it out. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, and so it's like, she gets, um, like, a surrogate mom throughout the movie and it's pretty like sneaky with how it's with how she's being taken care of um and it's not like well i wish my mom was here you know it's right like, right like, yeah. yeah they yeah. never even really yeah. say that she's dead they're just kind of allude to it mm-hmm. yeah, that's that a good smart. point mm-hmm. i love how i love how in on his phone like the contact information on of his ex-wife it says ex-wife I find that very funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you yeah, saw that. I but, and, if that was a translation thing. Right, but but even if it okay, what 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 who what could it be then? If it wasn't, well, it would X, just be her name, and then maybe like X. I don't, I but don't there's, know. I don't know. But like, right, but there's maybe just like, maybe, even, maybe in in Korean it is saying ex wife, and I, you're right. I could, but I've also no no. Movie, but I, I, I thought of that too. Translations can like fuck things up. Right. And, like, no, I thought of that too, but I'm like, I don't even think. Korean audiences would understand who that like I don't think they could name her and be like yeah no but I mean like I mean I mean instead of saying like I, I get like having like a name and then X or something right right just saying X 
X. Right. It's just fun. I just find that I I just find the concept really the idea really funny of like ex wife. Oh, gotta put ex wife in the phone now. Just like they're not my wife now. They're the ex one. I gotta unsubscribe under the label. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, is there anything we want to talk about, like right before before we get to favorite scene? No, I I you know I love the way that this starts out, that it's it, it starts to layer on the tension, really well before the train takes off. Um, I totally forgot about the opening scene that it wasn't. Like, I uh, forgot the whole section of like him the deer like, and uh, all that. Yeah, totally forgot about that. Did not remember that at all. That's a great shot. But no, it's really good. It's also, that guy's really funny. Just like, you know, it's always something around here. Jesus Christ, it's the hogs again. Are you fucking kidding me? I think the movie uses digital cinematography really well. Like all the, yeah, like we mentioned, all the colors really pop. Yeah. The exteriors are really, just like how he shoots Korea. Like, um, are they, I'm guessing they're in Seoul, but, or like, I don't know, I guess Busan, but like, they start out in Seoul. I mean, they're in Seoul going to. This on, yeah. Again, that's okay. It's yeah, a that's shame okay. going from that the way that that movie looks to the the sequel, which just just does not have the same visual quality. Right, and I think it's also because he's probably not using. And it's know, so weird. Using... It's the same director too. It's not like a AD right. or something. Right, yeah, yeah. and it's also it helps that like it, it it yeah it's like the real thing. It's also like he's not touch he doesn't have to touch it up with so much digital effects to make it look like a post apocalyptic. So like he's just adding an explosion here or there or some smoke here or there, and to, it, it even oh, makes it color, honestly I think it makes was it more very color corrected. I think right maybe at this point it was very but I think like you know, there's a level of I, I I I think at this point there's every movie has more digital effects than we think. Obviously. I think yeah. like it just gotten to that point where where everything is digital, and even if we don't think it's digital, it's digital. Right. Like, People like to talk about the practicality of Mad Max Fury Road, even though so much of that film is digital effects. It's a very composited movie, but right, like there's so that, like even very, touches a lot of like practical it, elements. Right, and I don't think people understand that digital effects also help with pract- practical effects in the sense of yeah, hiding certain restraints bad. and like wires yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They're it's so funny to me. And uh, uh, other, you know, other, other, other stuff just when, you know, when it becomes fully CG, that's when you kind of notice it. Right. If it's obvious. Right. Is there anything else you wanted to mention, Jack? Uh, I don't know. Um, it made a lot of money in, in uh, North Korea, that uh, South Korea, you, know, you mean, it, not North. What? I yeah, didn't say well. it. Oh, did I say, <laughs> say it wrong? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> no, what? Um, yeah, eight million Korea. budget and like grossing ninety-eight million. That's pretty good. It's like, yeah, yeah. It, it also hit. was a huge hit over here. Like, yeah, in yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw this on a lot of best of twenty sixteen lists um, from many people. Um, and, and certainly like, I think should belong in that canon of like, um, South Korean cinema that took a bit of a renaissance in the 2010s. I bet this was one of the first Korean films I've, I saw, but maybe like maybe old boy was first and maybe, maybe one more other thing, but I, because this, like, because I, 2016 was just in the year I was watching, like, I was getting into, like, okay, I need to watch, like, 100 movies this year or whatever. 
Like, yeah. and this... Sorry, and give this me the was, AFI Top 100. Like, where... where are we yeah, or whatever. But, yeah. like, also, trying, like, staying current to new releases. And this and like, this got so much buzz where I was like, oh, I guess I have to watch it now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't remember how I... I probably just knew... I think I just heard about it because I was very, like, you know, keeping in the know about all the cool shit that was coming out. So I think right, it was right. all the and and stuff. It, I guess it was it a Netflix thing. Did it come on Netflix? Or? Well, this was one that I, it had I, a long... It's no longer on Netflix, but it had a long life on it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, that was certainly another word of mouth instance. Again, I think I was like in high school when I watched it. I, I definitely mm. saw it the year it came out or the year after. Um, yeah, because it, yeah, it, it was a midnight screening at Cannes. Right. Um, and that's where it took off. Um, right, right, right. So yeah, then I guess it must have been later that year that I watched it. Um, yeah, really solid, solid zombie movie. Yeah, um, I, I think this is that, like, one. There aren't more like it where it's like characters without weapons having to survive mm. in like a you know awful situation. Because uh, I feel like every zombie movie they it's always about making weapons and killing them and like yeah, and I feel like yeah, I don't know wanna uh, there are other way avenues of going about it you know where where you know like this one where it's more about the survival element than like the killing element you know certainly yeah um like you would think that people would learn lessons from this and make the characters more the center than I guess um, you know harder to harder to market if you're gonna make a zombie movie without killing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and especially because like this one looks so good, but really, yeah, like it's so minimal, um, in its in its approach to violence. Like there's, I, I think there's a lot, there's like quite a lot a of lot blood. Of biting. But it's, a lot there's of a lot biting. of biting. A lot of bite uh, marks. Uh, punching and then fat hitting. And, a lot uh, of pushing. You see a gun once, but it's never fired. <laughs> gun sights, yeah. Um, yeah. And then in the fucking second movie, there's a shooting in the opening five minutes, and then it's guns the rest of the thing. Yeah, it's this kind like, of reminds me of like tw- I mean, we real we mentioned it earlier, but twenty eight days later, and then twenty eight weeks later. So yeah, the contrast with those two. I haven't seen Twenty Eight Weeks later yet. I've only seen yeah. Twenty Eight Days later, and that movie is it's a it, lot it's of, just that as bleak. Really good. Mm. Uh, that's another really solid zombie movie. Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah. I think that's that's the one like kicked it off a little bit. Oh yeah. Also, uh, brought them uh, more famous. Should shout out Dead Alive. It's kind of a zombie movie. Dead Alive. What's Brain that one? Dead. Peter Jackson from the yeah. 90s. It's like kind of a zombie movie. Basically a zombie movie. Have you not I seen believe Brain Dead is the Pete Jackson, right? It's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Brain Dead, or and it's also called Dead Alive. Oh, really? Oh, was that a, like oh. a? Was that an alternate title for like inter- yeah. internationally? I guess. Okay. I had known it as Dead Alive first, I think, and then. But yeah, that's also on. That's also a fantastic, gory zombie movie. And so I hear the sadness is like the goriest thing, and I'm thinking, is it gorier than Dead Alive? 
Right? Is it like a whole room full of zombies being lawnmowered to death? Like, I don't know. Then again, you can get. There are avenues to go, I guess, in the gore department that 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 dead alive didn't really go down. Only because it was a movie from the 90s and they could only do so much with the money they had. And they did do a hell of a lot. That movie is one of the best, like, practical, like, gore zombie movies ever, in my opinion. Like, hmm. so, anyway. Yeah, cool. Um, I, I haven't, I need to watch a lot of, I'm guilty, I'm guilty of being that fucking person who hasn't watched any Peter Jackson movies outside of The Lord of the Rings, so uh, okay. I definitely need to rectify that. I need to rewatch I know, like, The Lord of the Rings. You've never I've... seen Lord of the Rings? No, uh, no, 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 I've seen, I need to rewatch The Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's been years, it's been many right. years. Right, yeah, it, it, same for me, because it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, what, when, when, what's, when do I have the fucking time to rewatch those movies? It's, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's one of those, like, I have, I, I, I really do time, I just never get around. You know, I feel yeah. like Lord of the Rings trilogy is also something people started to um, reflect back on the the, during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. at the very beginning of the pandemic, I was like, you know what, fuck, I'm going to watch long movies. I'm going to just do it. Right. And then I watched uh, one long movie. Right. And then, and then I what was it? Uh, until the End of the World, the, the five-hour cut. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought, all right, I got through this movie and I thoroughly enjoyed no more. it. I can do anything now, and then I just didn't. <laughs> right there, you go. I just yeah. Uh, it's I, the I, story I, of life, man. Just like yeah. give, like just doing what, doing something once, and then you're like, you know what? That was enough. I don't think I need to do it anymore. I feel like I feel like you would be a King Kong apologist once you see it. Me? Oh, I've seen I've seen King Kong. Uh, not a long time, but like I've seen it. I've seen that. Yeah. Cuz like that that's that's when I think that's that's starting to be reclaimed a little bit like there's... no wait, there's something Also happen. circus is involved in that and I'm a big circus head, so maybe <laughs> you're going to the circus. Oh boy, I would love to go to the circus. <laughs> um, um speaking of which, is that our Venom 2? Oh my god. Venom 2 is good. Thank you for letting me. Actually, thank you for bringing this to my attention. I've, I've been meaning to say uh, this is my daily or my weekly Venom. Let there be carnage corner. Uh, Venom. Let there be carnage. Sopranos corner is canceled. Directed by uh, one Andy, Andy Circus is in fact a good movie. All right, we can move. It on. was fun. I I laughed a lot more than I was expecting to, and uh, although I would again, kind of like with Dune, I wish that it was R. I wish it could have gone all the way with like the the content. So to speak. Right. Because right. uh, again, I don't know what kid wants to see. Ven- Actually, I when I was a kid, I very much did want to dress up as Venom. So Venom was always cool. You did want to dress. There are probably kids who, who who are into Venom, the character. But at the same time, though, why can't we have an R-rated version? Why can't they just do like simultaneous releases? Why can't they just do like? Oh, that'd be interesting. You know, like. Have certain theaters be showing the G right. thirteen version, certain theaters show the R rated version, and just have like a million. Then again, that would require people to just be, you know, require everyone to just be super aware of which theaters showing right. what, right? And no one keeps track of. But know, that would be a fun experiment, at least. It would be something because I've never be seen a fun that experiment that would lead to a bunch of really angry parents. Probably this is true, which is always a good uh, thing. Though. 
I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing in my, but like for the studio, it's probably not a great thing. No, not a or, bad, not a good thing. For or the maybe studio. the publicity gets more money, and then it just—I don't know. I don't know. Anything could happen because of the way the world is. You know. Has there ever been an example of like something that made parents uh, mad that didn't rule? Like I don't know, just like you know, Batman Returns, great fucking movie, uh, and parents are really upset about that, and it's like. Um. Usually parents just get uh, mad at all the cool shit. Uh, I don't know. Um, cuties. Media wise, let me be. Well, let me let me let me precisely be clear. Media wise, in the terms of media. Not. Oh wait, what was that? I media, not like I'm not saying like drugs or whatever, but like media. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I was I was giving I was my example, I guess of like. Wait, what was your example? I was saying that the cuties. I don't know. Anything oh about yeah, it. yeah. I I also have heard that like the backlash may have been overblown. I don't know. I don't know. But I just have a feeling it's not like an awesome thing in the way. That yeah, no. And people who I saw that know, movie were just kind of like, yeah, it was all right. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, no one like really like. No one like that movie didn't like. I just knew was... it was a controversial movie. Right. But, uh, exactly. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was cool. trying to think of the last time there was some sort of like outrage over. Oh, the Joker. The Joker. Yeah, but were parents story. mad at that, that or wasn't were just a parent thing? That was like a news thing. Right. That yeah, was... I'm thinking of like I parents. I can't think of the like... last thing that parents got outraged. Oh, oh, there was a. Uh... This may have not been parents either. It may have just been like PETA or animal, some animal thing. There was an animal movie that had like a had. It was like a kids film that had like a anal sex joke or something like that. Wow! Wait, what? Or like an animal being... I forget. Maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it wasn't... It was something else. It was something with an animal. Very crude reference or innuendo involving an animal, and they had to cut it from the movie after it came out. Well, I'm gonna do some research on that after this episode. It was like one of the ones... I think Will Arnett's in it. I don't remember what it's called. Uh... But it's like it was some animal movie that he was in, where it was like an animal talking comedy, and it was like a whole cast. It was like a cats and dogs type of movie. I forget. Mm. It wasn't cats and dogs. I I don't think it was a cats and dogs movie. <laughs> it wasn't Secret but, Life of Pets. Yeah. No, but it was like there was like a whole bit where like I guess the cat the dog had to be like, oh, it was like, it had to be like pampered or it had to be like. I forget. It was or some something where it was really, Show Dogs was the movie called yeah, Show Dogs. It was Show Dogs. And there was some <laughs> joke in that movie that had to get cut because it was like inappropriate. And I think parents were. I think I, I guess that was like a parent thing. They were upset. Wow. Yeah, that movie is oh, probably not great. Also Deadpool. So. I remember Deadpool. There were parents who wanted like a PG thirteen cut of that movie to be playing simultaneously in theaters. Oh yeah, now that you say that, I do remember uh, that. That's true. So maybe scratch well, they... my idea. The, uh, well, only for the opposite. Do that for the op- for for when they're like. Well, I guess actually, fuck it. Maybe you just do it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we're presenting that, ideas here. This is a this is the realm. We're pre- right, you know we're in the we're in the trans- we're in the marketplace of ideas, and you know we're doing some trading yeah. right now. Yeah. Well, I want to leave that market. I don't know, marketplace. <laughs> I just hear that phrase, and I think you know who you know who, right? Dave Rubin, Intellectual Dark Web, fucking... Mm. Oh. 
No, well, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's okay. Whatever. Not to get into politics or whatever. Yeah, no, I don't. I would. Yeah, I got you. Um, so I'm looking at a week yeah, after its release, the film came under fire when several critics and parent groups accused of including a scene normalizing child grooming. Which yeah. Is, I don't know. Studio apologized and recut the film. Whatever. Whatever. I interesting. There are probably other examples of parents being outraged at things that are cool. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think I, I just I, have I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of. There really has not been a recent it. one, though. No, not a recent one. I think, but like I Harry think, Potter. I don't know what, what. Well, I mean, other than the J.K. Rowling trans issue, what? Who's getting mad at Harry Potter? Well, I guess maybe that was more religious fanatics. I mean, when it first came out, like the books. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Because the books were like banned because of witchcraft or whatever. Right. Because it's like they can't have. It's like either certain things you can't have your characters doing in books. Right, yeah, because, yeah, it was a lot of religious... That like, was schools. stupid. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. N- n- whatever. It, d- it doesn't matter. I can't believe it. Yeah, you know. Know. Um, but yeah, okay, let's let's get to favorite scene. Let's wrap this up. No, jeez. Mm. Uh... Let's put this train to a, to a halt. Alright, alright. Alright, Mr. Conductor. <laughs> I mean, Pull I like the emergency to... brake. Hmm. I mean, that's... I'm also just bad at picking favorites if I don't have an obvious one that comes to mind. Do you mm. want us to do ours yeah, first? And yeah, then... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now you know the struggle yeah. we face every episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. We do this <laughs> every goddamn week. What are you guys' favorite scenes? <laughs> do you have okay. one, Jack? Or I can go. We, we need to, we need, one of us needs to pick one right now. <laughs> Three, right. two, one, go. <laughs> um, uh, 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 how do we stall this? How do we stall this? I mean, I can pick one. Do you want me to pick one? Yes. Okay. Um, I'll go with the whole section of them, like... Just say it. Just say it. Say it. Just say it. No, no, no. Like, no, the section of them, like, getting off the train and, like, going to the station and, they, like, finding it completely deserted. Yeah, that's a great sequence. When and the reveal, the as the, the camera re- kind of yeah. goes down as they're walking down yeah. the steps, is the reveal of... An insane amount of zombie zombie soldiers. And I think all, all the reveal sequences, all of the like moments where you're kind of understanding the scale of the situation and like the, yes, the, the like shit that they're in and right. the all of the elements that in like any other traditional zombie movie you'd be getting these like montages of of like general destruction or chaos, but with this one you're just sticking to the train and the perspective of being inside the train. So I guess like anything involved in that, that was really good. And probably just from a filmmaking standpoint, the strongest stuff. Um, right. I mean, they, tunnel, they, that film, the, the film scenes were, were great. And they're playing. Right. Like, the film handles data. scale really well. I think like to really mm-hmm. just be like, this is how many zombies are here. And this is how, how this is why you're so fucked. And like, this is what like the, you're, this is how tight, the quarters also, like are right them, now. Them piling on each other for the first time inside of the train when they're first showing up is a great. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, um, but no, especially that's the like transit... little digital effect. I'm assuming that that had to have been done digitally. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, good, good little CG effect. Right, I, I I really did think though that whole sequence of like just the realization of how like all the soldiers are zombies and that everyone had to run back to the train. Um, I think is all really well done and, and it's all cut really well even like even though there's like three 
different groups of people running in different places and uh, you know are it's all like all managed all the characters are managed really well because at that time we still have i think like all of our characters none of them have died off died off yet so it's like it's really good at managing all of that yeah yeah it's a good transition from the train to like a bigger space and like you don't feel but nothing too huge where you lose that intimacy yeah definitely definitely jared i have mine if you'd like me to go first Unless you have, sure, yeah. I mean, really, okay. I was gonna. I kind of just gave my answer. Yeah, give it away. Yeah, just the, the. No, I'm saying I basically just said it, which is just like anything involving like the the element, you know, just anything where you know, sort of the opening, really, or in that like first half where you're like learning about or figuring out like how fucked they are. Like, yeah, oh, okay, the yeah. horde of zombies when they're away from the train, and then also when they're in the train, seeing the horde of zombies like piling on each other. Um, but then also, like, I, I enjoyed, like, you know, the scene, the you know, stuff in the tunnel, figuring out, like, uh, you know, the, 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 all the shit with the doors. I don't know. I, I'm just describing all the scenes now. Yeah, yeah. The whole movie. I'm you like bad the whole at doing movie. favorite whole scenes movie. because I just <laughs> no. started talking about everything. But, sorry, Jack. What, were your, what was your favorite scene? Yeah. Um, I think that it's kind of a cliche in, like, um, like, like, yes, it's, it's a cliche in zombie movies, but also, um, trying to think of the word like dystopian like world is falling apart uh disaster movies when you get a bit of the news right like a phone call and it's like okay things are going to shit shit is hitting the fan yeah right right um and i think there's there's a moment like that towards the beginning where like okay the the you know table is being set and we can see things starting to fall down um that's pretty good that's pretty well done but mine is uh when the the husband the the headphone manager and the baseball player are all going to retrieve their like partners you know like they're uh-huh. you know like he yeah. has the crush the daughter and the the what the pregnant wife and they go from car um, like yeah. car to car to car to car yeah yeah and yeah, it's yeah, like the yeah they kind happened. of and that's the moment where it's like uh, you have the the tacky ringtone and uh, they figure out things about uh, the the lights and how they can how they can have their vision all blurred but and yeah, dong lee yeah. is just haymakering every zombie he <laughs> finds he just punches the fuck out of a zombie it's awesome yeah yeah that guy knows how to punch like some of the best punches i've ever seen yeah. he was a standout from this for sure like he was yeah you know, like, like everyone said, walked when away he got like... bit, when he got bit my mom shrieked and that doesn't yeah happen. right he's she very charming watch, she sat down like 40 minutes into the movie and was wow like, so that, yeah, he's he's good. He's a very charming actor. He just like you just light you just like light up when you see him. Uh-huh. Um. All right. Perfect. Well, that's train Excellent. to Busan. Yeah. We went to Busan. We got off. We went, we went to Busan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Next stop, Busan. Um. Yeah, I feel like I feel like everyone um had the consensus of it. This thing just rips and right. Um. We and don't, now they're going to remake zombie it. movies this well done uh, too often. They are. And they're going to remake it with a filmmaker we've covered on the podcast before. Timo. They are. That's right. Timo Tajara. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. I'm like mutuals with him on Twitter. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. 
<laughs> I enjoy his films. So actually, I'm looking forward. I'm curious to see what he does with this. James mm-hmm. Wan is producing. Um, so that's I, I like both of those guys a lot. So I wonder if it's going to be more. I wonder if it's going to be if it's going to maintain that level of like like what we were kind of talking about. If it's just going to be fists and bats, or if it's going to be more. Violent. Is it going to be a lot of shoving and biting? More violent that guy. Right. If he can, like, does he go full fucking ham? Like, does he do? Does he go? Like, gonna do like a headshot. Night comes for us. Right. Is he gonna do the the butcher scene in Night Comes for Us, where he's putting like bones into people's heads, or having a grenade going off in like someone's chest or whatever? Right. Exactly. (laughs) God, that movie fucking rips. God. Should we just cover it again? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Or is he gonna? May is it gonna be like? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm cur- I, I'm curious to see what he does for sure. Mm-hmm. Anything that yeah, gives especially him, the idea. anything that gives him a budget, I'm for. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, give especially him money. with um, yeah, yeah. Like like we mentioned before, uh, the zombie format being something that any auteur can come in and give their own take on. Um, even if this is a remake, you know, it would certainly be interesting. It'd be interesting. And also it's yeah. like, and, and, you know, it's from, uh, wait, and is... then also too, is it, is it, I guess it's, it's still going to be trained to Busan. So it would still have to be in Korea. So are you doing Korean characters? Is it going to still be in Korean? Right. Is it just going to be trained to something else? Like trained yeah, to like Jacksonville? Train to Busan, <laughs> trained to Busan, Minnesota. Right. <laughs> Right. Train to Paris, Texas. No, wait. <laughs> God damn it, not again. Um, Sarah Dean Stanton fighting zombies. <laughs> <laughs> he's the actual zombie. It's used, it's, he's using the jug of water from the very beginning. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Um, no, that, I, yeah, and also, like, Timo is, like, Indonesian, so he's remaking a Korean film, and it's really interesting. And he's working with, like... Uh, you know, I don't know, like, it's weird, like, I guess, yeah, I mean, James Wan would consider, I, I can, I consider James Wan's films more American than, like, Australian, but he is still, like, Australian, but, um, and he's not American at all, so it's weird that I consider that, but I don't know, it's like, it is, there's a lot of interesting, like, yeah. interesting filmmaking techniques kind of coming all into this, uh, yeah. into an idea of a remake, yeah. like. Yeah, did, did you guys see Malignant? Yeah. Yeah, that, like that, yeah, that yeah. was very good. That Fucking was rips. That was, really that was special. That was a really fun movie. That James Wan's doing back. stuff, yeah. and we appreciate it. And we're going to talk about... We have already talked about him, actually. You know? We talked about him last week, which is not, of course, an episode <laughs> we're recording tomorrow. It's an episode I didn't we mean to, like, recorded. put you on the spot like that. No, you're <laughs> but, fine. You're no, fine. No. Okay, good. Yeah. But um, it's Jared, this is an absolute delay. Listener, which I think yeah. is going to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good it bit, and we're sticking to it. Or was it last um, week? Who knows? Yeah, um, for sure. Jared, this has been an absolute delight to have you. Um, thank thank you, you so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah, um, where can every, where can everybody find you on uh, online mainly, if you have anything to promote? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Twitter, I guess. I don't know. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at nice. Real Jared Gilman. Uh, I was in a movie that that I shot. I, I acted. We filmed it 
over four years ago, but it only just dropped on iTunes like a month ago. Uh, it's like a it's a little high school comedy uh, adaptation of Sierra de Bergerac, but shot right before all the other high school comedy adaptations of Sierra de Bergerac. So, so we got that going for us. <laughs> What, what's it on? Is it on anything? It's on, you can look at it. It's on iTunes. It's, okay. uh, just, you can rent it on there. Uh, and it's called It Takes Three. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Shot four years ago. Only came out last month. So, uh. Hey, we, you know, we gotta wait. We, you know, for, for good things, we have to wait for it. But that's, a, yeah. that's pretty cool, though. How did it feel to, to finish it? Like, oh, wow, I was a, completely different person when yeah it no it was started. like it was surreal i didn't think the movie was going to come out i thought like the fact that there were other Sierra, high school Sierra movies already out like i thought that meant that the one that i was in was not going to come out but then and back in like july i got an email from the director being like it's coming out <laughs> and i was like holy <laughs> shit so, uh, watch out are. right uh, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like a, a you could say you could say it came back from the dead. Ah, <laughs> I see what you did uh, there. Yeah, I was in a zombie movie, so to speak. But oh, not, there you go. The way that I don't not I don't in get the way it. that uh, no. you you would not really not really not not to say that as an insult in the slightest. I'm not trying yeah. to be. I'm just making a bad joke. It came no, no, from the grave. Good. Oh, yeah, it came from the post-production oh. grave. Jack, where can everyone find you? It's real, and it's uh, it's it's on iTunes, and you can rent it. Go check it. And, it takes uh, three. It yeah, takes three. It, it came out the same weekend that two major film festivals were happening overseas, and so every critic was like uh, over over there. Mm. Covering movies, and so no one, no one reviewed. Like two people reviewed, it takes three. But uh, now we just need a third so person see, because yeah, it that takes means three. You get to see it. That means that that you get to see it and form your own opinion on it. Hell yeah! yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck critics. What do they know? Uh, All right. This but, is a special time where it's like no movie was seen by professional it was just yeah right this is you can you can be your own professional critic here yes. and watch it yourself Choose without... your own opinion there you Choose go your own opinion is there a it takes archive? three <laughs> and we're in you know is we're, we're three guys here so it does take three. Oh uh, yeah you're right uh, um yeah as, as for myself i'm on twitter um real jack draper no i'm just kidding um i'm jack a draper and i have writing on film at the simple cinephile in my own personal medium over there uh this movie is available in a plethora of places like amazon prime crackle shutter in the u.s Tubi, yes yes um peacock hoopla that's at least what i have and regularly i I pulled it up on my apple tv and like, all right, like, which and usually it tells me what service it's on, and then it's like, and basically it went like, which fucking service do you want to watch this on? There's so many. <laughs> right, take your pick. Do you, do you all use um? Time. Do you all use Ju- Just Watch? That's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Nice. Really, really good stuff over there. It's um, pretty much the best one. 
out of all of those kind of services. It like you UI is the most friendliest UI and like also up to date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. They they keep it pretty fresh. Um, but pretty you know cool that we're next week covering a movie that you are in. Uh, it's called Patterson. <laughs> um, oh wait, oh, that's the, right. I forgot about yeah. that. Um, the Cold Fate game will be here. Uh, it's going to be really fun. It's a movie yeah, I love. Was, uh, yeah. yeah, that was a fun I day. love Jim Jarmusch. Yeah, yeah I'm going to come clean. Awesome. Yeah, I bet, yeah. He's a super nice guy. He's, like, super, like, he, he's the kind of person you start talking to, and then you kind of just forget. Because he, he, he's, he's talking, he's like any other, you know, any other person. I don't mean to say that he isn't, like, Jim Jarmusch. I, I, it's kind of I, I, I'm walking into a wall here, but like uh, 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 in the way that like I don't know how to talk about it without seeming weird, but like no, 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 you, you, I'm curious what your thought he's was. He's like very down to earth and very just like genuinely him, and so it's like you just get you can like very easily get swept up into like a conversation. Right, you're getting the real version. He seems like yeah, someone who's never right. had any ego about like his work. He does, so. You don't get a sense of that like from him. Yeah, like, definitely. He, he does seem just like very just like he he doesn't take himself super seriously, but like he still does like great. You know, he do, does like makes great movies. Yeah, I, I love this movie so much. When you were shooting Patterson, was there any members of the Wu-Tang Clan on set? Unfortunately, not. Not, uh, not even Jizza? Not even no Jizza? Ghostface Killer? Well, I'm trying to Ray think Kwan if... The chef. I'm pretty sure that there's one of them in the movie. Ghostface Killer? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Method I, Man shows up. Yeah, Method, yeah Method that's Man. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the best actor... No, I, your scene is just with Adam, so I guess, yeah. Yeah... Although fun fact is that when we were shooting that scene, the the driver and the wide shots a stunt person. Because, oh, that's funny. Because I think when when I was shooting when we were shooting our scene, Adam might not have had his license just yet, but he did get it for the movie and like it, he he got it during shooting, I guess. But like, I, I remember we shot. Uh, the scene of the stunt driver, and then at the very end of the day, uh, Adam showed up uh, and then filmed all of his shots. And then, but what he had, he had us like he had Kara and me uh, do we are you know do the scene in front of him, just so that way he could hear us performing it. So you would have like something to listen, you know, kind of like listen to in his head. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, which is, you know, interesting, this, you know, at the time, just seeing an action, you know, just seeing, you know, someone like him, I don't know, working, or, like, being like, oh, that's interesting, he's, like, he actually, like, we're helping him, just performing this, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, like, uh, uh, I, I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but, like, um, No, no, I, like, why, yeah, you why didn't like he have partner. his license? Yeah. Why, why didn't oh. he have his license? Uh, because it's, like, a whole process to get a bus license. Bus driving license. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, I didn't understand what you meant. I felt like yeah. a driving license. No, no, no. Yeah, you have to get like a, a very like a special license to drive a bus. And he was, he was. I guess he was still going through that training or whatever. And maybe okay, I'm wrong. Okay. Maybe I forget if he. Maybe he. I, I don't know. I don't, he, either way, it was a stunt, a stunt person for you know the majority of the day. And then after Kara and I had wrapped, right before we left, uh, Adam showed up and he was like. Hey, wait! Can you please uh, run? Do you mind running the scene again, and so I can hear hear it? Uh, and 
And so you're like, yeah, sure, of course, you know. And, <laughs> what uh, if you just it like, was like no? Exciting actually. too. It was exciting too because it was like I knew he was Kylo Ren, but like the Star Wars film hadn't come out yet. It was like, yeah, oh right, before yeah, okay. the movie had even come out yet. It was like, yeah, back when everything was still like uh, he was still Adam from Girls and like. Well, I was also saying it was like back when there was still hope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that got me. That was funny. Yeah, um, it was very good. Also, Inspect the Deck was also on set during that scene. Fun fact. Oh wow. I'm just I'm just naming Wu Tang Clan uh, oh. Wu members. Sorry if this went over yeah, they, I mean, anyone's head. Inspect no, the I deck, mean like they, they're. The chef. Method Man, mm-hmm. Jizza, Rizza, um, Ghostface Killer. Man, am I missing one? Old Dirty Bastard. Fuck, is there seven or eight? Whatever. No, it's just I, I was gonna say that's it's been really fun to see like their relationship uh just be so stable with, with Jim throughout his career. He's just like, Yeah, I'll do anything for friends, like like they'll just show up and like work for a day or two, and yeah, like, mm-hmm. like their portion in coffee and cigarettes is probably my, my, my favorite. Um, I, I need to see coffee and cigarettes. I've seen bits. I haven't seen the whole one yet. I've seen yeah. his other. I've seen other Jim Jarmusch films, obviously. Have you seen Ghost Dog? <laughs> yeah, I've seen Ghost Dog. That one's great. I mm-hmm. fucking, I'm obsessed with that movie. Yeah, it's pretty um, great. <laughs> I like. Pretty, also, Riza comes in and, and and be like, "Hey, Ghost Dog," and he's like, "Ghost Dog's like, hey, Riza," and then they walk out. It's pretty cool. It's like, yeah, it's just whatever. Yeah, I love, oh, love that. Also, love Mystery Train a lot. Mm-hmm. Night on Earth. I haven't seen enough incredible. of his movies. I'll be honest. I need to watch more Jarmusch. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're all pretty much. I mean, for the most part, they're all really good. Uh, yeah, they, they're all just. They just have like this similar vibe. Of, yeah. Yeah. The dead don't die. Or what? Was it that his film? The do- yeah. his it was, film? but I don't like it, and that's why I didn't want to mention it. No, but I'm just saying. I was just. Just it was a connection. It was a connection. Yeah. 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 It's a zombie movie for sure. It's a zombie yeah. movie. There's I wish zombies I liked in it. it. There are zombies in it. Yeah. Everyone can follow me at. Uh, <laughs> Birds of Clay on Twitter and on Letterboxd. You follow me on Instagram, the Transition Mr. King Clay Williams. I am a Transition King. Um, everyone can follow the podcast Twitter account at ETT Pod. You can follow the podcast Instagram account at Exiting Twenty Tens. Uh, you could subscribe to us on any podcast platform you listen to us on to iTunes, Spotify, whatever. Um, you can send us a voicemail on Anchor. Uh, remember to rate, review, and uh, share. The podcast on your social medias, retweet, share on share on the Instagram, whatever you got to do, get the word out. Greatly appreciate it. Tell us to a friend. You never know. You might love maybe it. tell us to a friend on a train, or and your commuter on your commute. A socially distanced friend, though. Don't don't get too close. You're still <laughs> on a train, buddy. Um. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Keep wearing your mask. Get vaccinated. Be good to yourself. Um. Stay strong. Chill out. Tell, tell the folks around you you love them. Just, you know, rock on, guys. Uh, and as always, trans rights are human rights, free Palestine, stop Asian hate, Black Lives Matter, and catch you all next time on Exiting Through the 2010s.